Hello and welcome to week four, month four of the Bartender's Handshake podcast. Soju, Soju month. Soju month with our special guest. Hi, this is Paul Nakayama from Nakai Shochu. Sorry, she did like a weird... Oh, I'm sorry, I did a, a very visual. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Which doesn't help anybody. Listening. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but that's who I am as a person. Uh, but yeah, before we started, uh, I, yeah, you were like one of the guests like we really wanted to have mm-hmm. you here. Like, it was just, I think, yeah, it was pretty much based around like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to just drink with, with Paul and just shoot the shit, see, see, see what's up. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm always happy to drink with you guys. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for having me here. Really excited to try your cocktails. Of course, always. always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Um, I try to give myself a handicap and not use Nankai, mm-hmm. but we're definitely going to R and D some Nankai. We will be having we will be having um, Nankai cocktails just, after he judges our cocktail. But um, yeah, just uh, well, we don't know much about like soju in and, general. And okay. like we explained earlier, like trying to find soju at um, mm-hmm. liquor stores was just uh, it was it was something. Yeah, it's not so if you, could, if you could just yeah. give us a quick, I can go as deep or as shallow as you want on this. It's a it's a it's a very deep topic once you get into it. Yeah. Um, super long history. Uh, shochu goes back about 500 years, mm-hmm. uh, around the same time as Scotch whiskey. Mm, wow. Um, there isn't a lot of written history about shochu. Mm-hmm. Early on, the only one was about this one Buddhist monk, and there was these two guys that stayed with him, and, and they were complaining in a journal or something about how the monk was stingy and wouldn't, wouldn't share shochu. So that was like the first recorded, uh, <laughs> you know, instance of shochu being mentioned in Japanese history. We don't know if it came from Thailand or Korea, uh, but it came through some route. Are sochus and sojus related? Interestingly, right? So if you look on the Nankai label or any shochu label, really, mm-hmm. the last two characters you're going to see is, it says shochu. And the Korean soju also uses the same letters. Mm. So way, way back in the day, you know, pre World War II, Korean War time, mm-hmm. um, it was all the same. It was all single distilled, uh, koji fermented spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point in Korea, uh, you know, rice became very expensive. They had to start using alternative grains. And when you single distill something, you're going to keep all the flavors of whatever you make it from. And so when they were single distilling um, these different grains or cheaper grains, the flavor is just weren't right. Yeah. And so they started ex- experimenting with multi-distillation, right? Which is how most of the world makes their whiskey and vodka and mm-hmm. what have you. Um, it allows you to make a higher proof alcohol, but you kind of lose flavor with each pass through the still. And so the, the quality of the greens aren't as important as the water you use mm-hmm. in many cases. Which shows you everything's important because it's single distilled. One pass is all you get. Uh, so soju went the, the vodka route uh, at the at the end, because you lose a lot of flavor, you'll probably add um, some kind of flavoring, whether it be corn syrup or sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, shochu doesn't have any additives at all. So modern soju is, is quite different from shochu, mm-hmm. um, but back in the day, they were the same. Interesting. Yeah. So they just like, they started the same and then they merged their own path. Yeah. Uh, I think out of necessity, soju became more like vodka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and became this product that was, you know, easy accessible to the masses. It was, it was cheap to make, cheap to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, properly balanced was delicious. Yeah. Uh, shochu has always stayed mostly on the craft side of things, um, but there are some versions of shochu that are like soju, where it's like 
made to be mixed or canned or whatever. So those yeah. are called um, multi-distilled shoju. <laughs> it gets really confusing. There's so many varieties, you know. Yeah, no, there's a doubt. I think like the first, like when when I first met you, I was just like, oh yeah, it's a uh, soju. You're like, no, it's. This. I'm like, so it was very confusing. Yeah, and it's like even like I, I explained to you earlier, like we had a guest here who who was confusing it. As well, and then when he had it, he was like, what, what, what is this? Like, it doesn't taste like that. It's like, I remember having bad experiences with it. Sort of like, yeah, the, he was like, I always get really bad hangovers from soju. That's because it's a corn syrup, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I guess let me give you the, the kind of the, the main rules around shochu. So, in Japan, there are strict laws that define what shochu can be. Interesting. So, there are just a couple. The first is, as I mentioned earlier, it has to be single distilled. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is for genuine shochu. Uh, the second thing is it has to be uh, koji fermented. And koji is uh, a type of mold in Japan that we use to ferment everything. So miso, soy sauce, sake, uh, everything. And so what that does, it imparts uh, a really beautiful umami essence to it. So with that being said, yeah. or something like Thank you. <laughs> and... Uh, the other thing is that it can be made from almost any grain, mm -hmm. but it has to be on this list of approved ingredients. But the, the, the list is wide. Yeah. So there's barley, right, which is mm -hmm. Ichigo right there. Mm -hmm. uh, black sugar, which is Nakai. Uh, sweet potato is a very popular one in Japan uh, because it has so much aroma to it. Mm -hmm. um, then there's even like crazy ones like aloe and buckwheat and tomatoes. And, I remember dude trying to buckwheat one, but I didn't. Alamus, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of different var varieties that are kind of pre-approved. Uh, rice is another popular one. Mm -hmm. um, even the sake leaves, so after you make sake, you take the leftover mash, essentially, and, and distill that again to make the, the shoju. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways you can make shoju. I'm glad you mentioned that, because like, when Felicity, when she first heard about it, she was telling us, like, oh, is it the same as sake? Mm -hmm. It's like, does it... So it's like not, it, technically it is because you're using that same yeah. mash, right? So, yeah. So, would, is there like specific ones where it's like, um, let's say like Sake Company makes their own so soju as well? or? Yeah, there is. Um, the main component that can really change a shochu is the koji. So, a lot of times, if you ask a shochu maker, you know, what's important to you? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they'll say, you know, we're not making shochu, we're making koji. Uh -huh. So the variety of koji that you use, and there are three main ones. There's white, yellow, and black. Mm -hmm. Black koji is more predominant in Okinawa to make a type of uh, spirit called awamori, which is like kind of the original shochu. It uses Thai rice, black koji, and it's often aged in clay pots. Uh -huh. uh, kind of main shochu, right, around Kagoshima and Kyushu, where my wife and my mom's, my mom's family is from, that uses mostly uh, white koji. And uh, typically Japanese rice is a starter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then yellow koji is almost entirely used, specifically used for sake. And each koji kind of has imparts different flavor characteristics mm -hmm. and aroma characteristics. For the, the koji, do you keep it like a mother yeast? So like you keep it forever and ever and ever, or it's always new? I believe so. I'm not a master on that part of it, but I think, yeah, you're trying to preserve and try to keep it consistent. Mm -hmm. So uh, the koji kind of consistency is really important. So I'm sure you kind of keep a portion of it to kind of keep that growth going, right? Mm, nice. um, so the difference between sake and shochu, right? Sake, uh, you start with the koji, the water, and the rice, and the yeast, and you make that mash, and then you ferment it. And 
you know, there's a lot of real complex components to how you ferment it, how much you mill the rice, the balance of water and koji and yeast, you know, how long you ferment it. Do you do it from, you know, do you do it naturally? There's just so many layers for sake. Mm. But the idea is with shochu, you take that initial mash and then you take a secondary ingredient, which is going to be your flavor component. And that's going to be your barley, your black sugar, your sweet potatoes, mm. you know, your oranges, whatever. And uh, then you do a secondary fermentation. And then once that mash is done for about one or two weeks, then you take it to a, a pot still and then you do the same with distillation. Mm. And because of the way koji works, it's one of the only spirits that right off the bat, out of the still, you'll get about 43%. Most other spirits, you know, you'll start with a 24% or a 30% and then you distill it again to get to 46 and you distill it again to get to like 90 whatever. And then, you know, yeah. then, you, mm-hmm. then you dilute that to get down to your, your base vodka or whiskey. Interesting. Well, see, it's sort of like what you were saying about koji. Is like what uh, when I went to Jack Daniels, you were talking. It's like it's the like the most important is like pretty much the water. Like they, they were very adamant about their water source. Yeah, and they were just like it's it's the it's like the fermentation part. Mm-hmm. Like they even have it like in the lab. It's like it, you know, it's like like it's from a mother yeast, and it's like we bring it out, and it's like we grow it, we get it ready for the next mash, and it's like so it's like they were mainly worried about. Yeah. What about the yeast strain? They're like, it's a big part, right? Yeah. The other thing, too, is uh, almost all shochu is aged. Um, what you age it in is kind of makes a different product. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, to kind of smooth it out, uh, you, you'll leave it in a steel tank or a clay pot or barrel for you you know, use up to three years. For the raven, okay, what do you guys use? So we age that in a steel tank for about three years. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like a... like. Tequila Holman, where it's just yeah, like, right. Just straight. Yeah, yeah. That's um, crazy. I mean, that I did not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, to make one batch of Nankai just take quite a bit of work and time. Yeah. Um, so it's not like, you know, if we got a 20,000 case order from Costco tomorrow. You'd be able to turn it around. Yeah, we need a little bit of time to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, thankfully the distillery is kind of planned for, for the possibility of huge growth. Yeah. Specifically because the Japanese whiskey market has taken off so much and there's yeah. this growth in Japanese spirit love. Um, but even still, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. The sad part is in America, who knows why, but uh, anything that's not whiskey or rum, you can't really put an age statement on it. Really? Yeah. So our first versions of the label, you know, I've totally taught about this three year age minimum thing and like, nope, take that off. Those are the ones where you get the, the yellow label, right? Or the yellow top? The yellow top, yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember that. And they were like, nope, can't talk about age. Uh, same with gold. Even though we age gold in five different barrels, yeah, uh, they're like, nope, can't say age. You gotta say finished. Why? Is there a reason? I don't Just... know. Whatever the whatever the laws are around age statements, it seems to be limited to a very small uh, list of, of categorical spirits. I believe prohibition. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we were having this discussion about how it's like, well, why is it that you know U.S. cocktails are usually like behind a little bit? And it's like, well, because we had prohibition. Yeah. There are times where it's like everything just like went away. Everything blew up somewhere else. And we were like when you look at like the top, like one hundred bars is like maybe one or two are here, but every all the other bars are like everywhere. Totally right. <laughs> Even Mexico, Mexico already has like what this year. Mexico City has like five in the top fifty. Five in the top fifty, and it's just that's just down yeah. here. I don't think there's any from LA. No. I think they're from New York. There's one. There's a couple from New York. There might be San Diego in the top fifty. But yeah, it's like one of those things. Is like a lot of the culture. Yeah. Just, and it's like when okay, we'll bring it back, and it's just like, well, how do we do it? It's like you know, right. well, we're not going to use a metric system. This, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to dig our heels because <laughs> we're right. We're inches. 
Let's use a different bottle size from the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, right. let's, let's give them a quick. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So you, should we start? Time? Yeah, I guess just work on the cocktails and then we'll just keep talking. And Our cocktails also cannot be any different. Because <laughs> ideally, like, well, you, you'll see where the, the route she's kind of going with it, and uh, we, we figured out what we were talking about the ich- ichigo. Oh yeah, uh huh. It's like well, we did the taste test. It was like, what is going on here? We, need to play we, with we, this. we expected these two to be sort of the same. Yeah, like so the, the Nankai Nankai and each go. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like to be in the same. And this one was just like, oh, but this all of them were so different. It's like we were trying three. It was like a blind taste test. Like we knew immediately. It was like, well, this is Nankai. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for your listeners, I'll kind of describe the balls you guys have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we've got Nankai Shochu here. It's the twenty four percent black sugar shochu. And then next, you've got your <clears throat> your base Ichigo. Um, there's two versions of Ichigo, actually, and they look similar. That's the only one we could yeah. find. So this is a 25% version. Uh, because it's 25%, you can't sell it at a beer and wine restaurant. Interesting. Uh, so they have a different version that's 24% called Silhouette. And so if you go to a beer and wine restaurant, you'll find a 24% version available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is a combination uh, atmospheric and vacuum distilled uh, barley shochu. It was for a long time the number one shochu in Japan, uh, but got overtaken by a sweet potato version mm-hmm. called uh, um, from a different company called. Uh, uh, why am I blanking right now? <laughs> it happens. Cool. It's, 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 it's all crooked. It's it's yeah. Can you make two of yours? One second, and well, out. Can you make two of yours? Yeah, we'll worry about it later. Two <laughs> shows. I'm just saying. Make Details. two. Make no, two. No, I'll do make one. And then this one. Yeah, this beautiful bottle here is from Ichiko Saiten. It's from Ichiko also called Saiten. And uh, they made it specifically for uh, promoting cocktails. Interesting. So it's 35%. It's such a tricky, have you, have you tasted it just on its own? I have, but it's been a while. Let me try it again. Yeah, it's such like a really fascinating flavor profile just by itself. I know um, it's really supposed to kind of focus on the, the umami properties of koji. Mm. Mm. No, it really, really took us for a loop. It wasn't nothing like, yeah. we're like, oh, it's, we definitely know what that flavor is going to come out. And then... mm-hmm. Yep. So, <clears throat> um, this is really koji for it, I think. <clears throat> and so I think that's probably the part that it's such a unique flavor to Japan mm-hmm. that when you bring it to America, it was kind of the, when we first started Nankai, that was one of the biggest challenges was, wow, shochu is so funky. It's kind of a, a acquired taste generally that when a lot of shochu companies came from Japan and people tried it just off the cuff or whatever, yeah, they're like, uh, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's a, it's a, one of those things. Um, there's there's a specific uh, um, spirit I like. It's uh, pastis. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of pastis? No. Yeah. I'll bring you a cup. Yeah, so when I first started with Shochu, a lot of my friends did not like it. Yeah. And so when I found Namkai on my honeymoon with my wife, it was I so easy to drink. I love this story. I honestly really love that story of you guys. Oh, should I tell the story? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, forgive me because I've told this story so many times. <laughs> it would be like Felicity's story on uh, what's the white coke is five cents. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to sound dispassionate here. Um, so the, the, the short version of this story is uh, my wife and I, after we got married, we went to Japan and visited Amami Island, which is this archipelago of small islands to the uh, southwest Japan, about 200 kilometers. 
And it's actually pretty close to Okinawa. And it's where her family's from. And it's the only region in Japan allowed to make black sugar shochu. And it's such a beautiful place. It's like essentially an untouched Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And so we did a lot of different things there. Like we did um, go hiking through these like thousand year old cedar tree mountains. Uh, we went caving like these underground caves. And at the end of this trip, or near the end of this trip, we went to a small bar. And the small bar had this shelf of all the black sugar shochu varieties from the islands. Ooh. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to try each one of these. Of course. Of course, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and so my wife and I were just kind of just talking, both in English and Japanese, and that caught the attention of these older guys drinking at a different table. Mm-hmm. And they just kept giving us this look. Eventually, I, they came over and I thought they were going to try to pick a fight with me. Uh, but it turns out that they were intrigued that these English-speaking Japanese people were, were drinking shochu. Yeah. And so eventually they said, hey, listen, if you're going to drink any lecture shochu, just drink this one. And they gave us this huge magnum bottle of what would eventually become Nankai shochu. <laughs> and I kid you not, my wife and I finished that, that giant bottle. Had a crazy night of just running around the forest. Oh, uh, Did you ask for about a honeymoon? Yeah, right. And then for the next day, nothing, no hangover. I was super ready to go for the next day. And that is... That wasn't love, that was soju. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was <laughs> after I hit 40, my hangovers were epic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the fact that I didn't get one was really, really kind of a, a revelation. And so we took a 12-hour boat ride back to the main island of Alami, uh, visited the distillery, tried everything they had, including Nankai Gold, yeah. and, and just fell in love. Mm-hmm. And on the flight back to L.A., just could not stop thinking about it. You know, I mentioned earlier that uh, shochu can kind of be an acquired taste uh, because of that koji factor. And I thought with Nankai, God, I might be able to convince my friends to drink shochu for the first time. Yeah. And so... So you had your friends try soju. Yeah. So we, we had a few bottles that we brought back with us and, and the, the reception was so positive. I was like, okay, let's let's start a company. So, what, so when I met you, how, how long ago... Before, like after that, that? So when I first met you, uh, it was it was the fall or winter of 2017, and that's when we had these 160 bottles. I'm sorry, you were selling the beta phase. We're in the beta phase, yeah. And we're just going around testing to see if people will like it. And cocktails weren't really our main strategy at that time. I knew it was important because we needed to find a way to make shochu accessible to, to people that didn't know shochu. Yeah. And Esteban was the guy that basically made that light bulb go off in my head. Oh, stop here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> continue, but yeah. continue. Just I'm going to time out the story. Yeah, yes, please. My drink needs to be called. Ooh. So, it's a kimchini. A kimchini. That's what they call it, yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm looking at a poop glass with, uh, is that gochujang on the bottom there? Uh, it is a kimchi sauce reduction. Ooh. So like basically the juice from a kimchi pot, and then I reduced it. And a little, the glass with it. And a little kimchi garnish. Mm-hmm. So I'm just smelling it right now. It smells amazing. So I really wanted, because this was so briny when I tasted it, I really wanted to like do something like briny and delicious. So this is this is with the Ichigo siphon, right? Mm-hmm. It's very good. So I mean immediately, <coughs> excuse me, immediately the, the umami from the kimchi and the umami from the saiten really play well with each other. And it's nice, it's nice, bright and crisp. <laughs> 
And then uh, Esteban's popping bottles over here. Right? <laughs> spring, like, Don't spring be such water. a good drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent cocktail. Yay. Thank you, Felicity. You're welcome. Yeah. She was like, that's what really buzzed me because it's like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I was like, I'm going to go on this route because it's like, I think when I'm going back to the story, like when we met, I think we clicked when we we're like, oh, let's do a kimchi back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, oh, it's like, oh, this is great. And like, I love the fermentation. You're like, I think we were talking about the fermentation. It's like, there's like a fermentation on this. And you're like, oh, good you mentioned that. It's like, we got some, we do kimchi with it. And then I was like, oh, and then we made the tepachi one. Oh, yeah. And that's when we were just like, we like clicked on it. We were just like, yeah. Um, yeah, why, why you're making that cocktail? Let's, let's talk about the pleasure real quick. Because one of the things I love about working with the Esteban is um, kind of marrying a Japanese and Mexican flavors together. And tapati for me was a huge revelation because it's like playing on, on fermentation, which, you know, Japanese food is, is, is largely based on. And I've never had anything like tapati before. And then when you match that with Namkai, I was like, what is this stuff? And can we bottle it right away? Yeah. It, it was very, um, like, I do say it's sort of like the star sort of line because prior to that, it's like, you know, like I would do a lot of the juicing at, at that point. And then I was like, well, we're raising a lot of like pineapple. Like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's just do something with it. And people are just like, oh, it's like, I don't know, I don't think people will like it. And so I kind of kept it sort of like people who were like in the kitchen and you know, like maybe, you know, like switch it up. So it was like when you came along, I was like, I think it was, I was already thinking, it was like, I don't think anybody's going to like this. I'm just going to take funny. it home. It's like, um, I credit, I might get a lucky for this. So I credit Patron for really making people open to new flavors. And here's why. Patron for me was the first tequila that um, kind of mass marketed premium premium tequila and at least opened people's minds to drinking tequila. Yeah. And that kind of eventually opened people's minds to mezcal. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it opened up the Norris box, I would say. Yeah. yeah there would but, be there would be no mezcal be, on that tequila. But it would it's it's yeah, it's like a double edged sword. It's like it's good that it brought into it, but it's also bad because now you yeah. get like celebrity things. And- All right. So what am I, what, what, what am I looking at here? Uh, I don't have a name for it, to be honest. It's just just like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's nice and hot. I'm like, I just want something refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at a, a Collins glass with, with uh, crushed ice. Yeah, pebbled ice. Pebbled ice. Just topped off with a little soda water. All right. And, uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot here. Yep. Wow. They're, they're, good. they're like night and day. Yeah, they couldn't be more different. Like legit. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's, that's tough. Okay. I feel like my drink is more like a day, like reaction by the pool. Hers is more of like kind of like a night night on the town. So I definitely taste the ginger. What what, what else? What's the other thing? Um, there's ginger. There's uh, ancho reyes. So that's probably where you're getting the other. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. So uh, there's no sugar other than the sugar that's from the pineapple juice. So it's pineapple, ginger, ancho reyes, and then the. The, the soldier, because this is already sweet by by itself, like the barley. Mm. And then, so I'm just like, this is a little high up. Like I, I was trying to go a different route, but I was just like, I'm, I'm just overthinking it. That's really good, man. I'm like, way, way. Um, God, uh, I don't even know. Uh, you don't have to choose right now. Just yeah, let me keep drinking. But yeah, let's get. Honestly, outstanding drinks from both of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. As expected, of course. <laughs> 
But um, <laughs> yeah, no, was, well, we were talking about pastis. So, oh, pastis. Oh, yeah. oh, so this is pastis. This is uh, the car. Oh, okay. So it's pretty much like Star Anise. It's like a PJ Steve. And that came um, after, like, when uh, Action was. Um, it's very similar to Uza, if you've read Uza. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's got strong, like, the anise flavor. And when you add the water to it, it turns like white, milky color. So it has like this whole thing, but it's like, it's very popular in like in Europe and in other countries. But here in the United States, it's not popular. One, because of the anise, people are like, oh, it's very licorice. They don't like that. Yeah. But the thing is like, the way you're supposed to have it, it's like, it's like a, like a, like a three piece sort of thing. It's like, they give it to you in a glass and then they give you like a jug of cold water and then you slowly pour it yourself. So it's like they can't market that in clubs or anything like that because mm-hmm. the people are like, oh, what? I have to do this. Like it's, no. It's funny. Uh, when you said the word, I didn't, re- I didn't recognize it, but smelling it, I, I knew instantly what it was. And, yeah. and the fact that it clouds white, it's yeah. kind of like a softer absinthe, right? Yeah. Yeah. It so is. this is pretty much after the that whole absinthe thing. It's like, yeah. it was just like, we, we still need some. Because absinthe was pretty much used to like, um, to purify water. Like they were just like, you know, it's like, ah, oh, water's going to kill me. I might as well just add all these herbs in. And have some special drinks. Yeah. <laughs> absinthe. But, that, but that's the thing. The bad name. Um, so there was like a, like a wart that was destroying like all the wine grapes in France. Wormwood? Yeah. yeah and yeah. so it was like, just no, no. It was, no the wormwood is what they made absinthe from. But it was like this thing that was like, like just destroyed like all the wine grapes. And so for a long time, they couldn't produce wine. And so absinthe became the drink of choice. Um, and then when the wine started to get produced again, people were loving absinthe. And then they were like, no, but absinthe is hallucinogenic. It's really bad. It's making you crazy. It's yeah, like, drink. It was like legit just a smear campaign against absinthe that stuck. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. It was from the wine companies that were just like, what if you say that? Wormwood. Yeah. Wormwood <laughs> is a hallucinogen. And it's yeah. making yeah. It's sort of like if they, would, if they would start saying... Um, would, would like one of the key ingredients from like like soju, like you were talking, is like yeah. like in any of them, it could be the, the oh right yeah, or like you know let's just say that that's that's gonna drive people crazy yeah. blah blah blah. They're like oh yeah, not crazy. Even back then, fact checking was so important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like that, that one makes me like so crazy because people to this day they're like oh, like, gonna... oh no, I can't drink absinthe. It'll make me hallucinate. I'm like no. it won't. <laughs> actually, never, I wish it would. I've never been hallucinated on absinthe. But I've had some crazy good times on absinthe. Yeah, but it's like is with a, the alcohol. Yeah. It's like with any alcohol. It's but like, like different, I mean, I think different alcohols hit everybody different ways. I think the absinthe drunk is like such a weird drunk because it's such a clean drunk. Like, you don't know you're drunk, but you know the things that are coming out of your mouth are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but you feel really good. <laughs> like you don't feel drunk, but you're, you know you're drunk. You my, um, my experience with absinthe was in Toronto. So, um, way, way, way back in the day, I used to blog a hell of a lot and I met some of my best friends through blogging. And so we had decided to meet in Toronto one year. This is when I was like 25 or 26 maybe. Mm -hmm. And so the four top kind of bloggers on this one website, we all met up there and, um, our, our goal was to combine our strengths and and write a script or a screenplay or a play or something. Yeah. Something. But what happened was one of us had bought a bottle of absinthe because absinthe, <laughs> real absinthe was available in Canada, whereas yeah. in the US it was not. But what happened was... And so we finished that bottle of absinthe. <laughs> and then we just ran around Toronto screaming. 
Yeah. Did not no. write a script or a screenplay no. and just became best friends. No. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not you know, I'll bring people together. Yeah. Forget, forget work and just uh, <laughs> friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's better. That's way better. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. Okay. So, uh, do you guys have something in mind with, with, with the. Well, here's the thing is like, um, you, you're not a big proponent on like tiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of old tiki recipes have apps in them. Mm-hmm. It's like either a spray of it. Yeah, an absolute like, finish. Or, yeah. And then um, when I really found out about Ricard, it was like I, I dated a girl who represented these two brands and she was telling me the difference in all this. And the thing with like apps, with apps in it, she was telling me like, wouldn't it, like, I think they call it you elevate a drink. It's like when you put apps in it. Like even if it's just a spray, it's sort of like a like mm-hmm. an elegant way. It's like that's the way they see it like around the world. But here it's just like, ugh. I remember there was a um, there was a bar in West LA, in Santa Monica, that would serve um, like absinthe. Uh, what's it called? Like not a tower, but like this this thing that would serve absinthe to you, and that's all they would like. Focus oh, on. so is there like a like cold those, water and then like the drips? Yeah, 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 the drips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the proper way to serve absinthe. Yeah, <laughs> that also led to a crazy name, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> that's, a, that's another thing too is like even the trips that's that's a whole different that's a like, super process yeah it's a whole process that's why it never really took off yeah. so it's like one funky flavor two if there's a yeah, I mean, process like, to go with it like if I have to do a ritual for mm-hmm. it I'm also like I'm, I'm out yeah you know what's funny is um, I was probably on so before starting Knock Guy I was definitely on the ignorant side of things you know, like if it was too much work I wouldn't drink it mm-hmm. um, I didn't really pay attention to the different details of how things were made. Yeah. But after kind of diving into Nankai and, and learning about the craftsmanship, not just the shochu, but of all alcohol. Yeah. I mean, there's so many layers. There's so much thought behind making the alcohol, first of all. And then you can take it to a different level when you talk to the bartenders and the mixologists where then you take that product and then try to think other layers beyond that. Yeah. I mean, it's just infinite. And so once you start going to that rabbit hole, it's so much fun. And there's so much like mutual respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's rivalries. Yeah, there's competition. Yeah, you want, you know, we want Nankai you know, to succeed. But beyond all that, there's just this just mutual respect for the amount of thought that goes into creating yeah. a product. Mm-hmm. Not only in the bottle, but then in the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like um, the, the chef that I used to work for, like he took a, a beer course. Like in uh, UC Davis, because that's like here where like, he took like a just to get like to another level, and he was just like, I want to know more about beer. He came back, he's like, Yeah, I, I really have a different respect, like point of view for people that like like the head brewer uh, Budweiser. Mm-hmm. He was like, As much as people want to talk shit about it or be like, eh, it's like that guy globally makes things consistent. That's the consistency of something like for the big manufacturers, like that's what's tricky. Yeah. So it's like just the fact that he could have that consistency like no matter where like you have a Budweiser in Japan or Budweiser in England Budweiser in, in Brazil and it's like it'll be the same flavor profile so it's like it's just like that's this is the craft on it it's like yeah. it's, <laughs> I mean it's so deep there's just so many layers yeah. and like if I could if I could sell all alcohol I would <laughs> you know what I mean yes I so, do know what you mean <laughs> you know on any given day you're like oh I kind of feel like pushing uh, I don't know rum today or yeah. you know because like I'm definitely like I'm a rum bitch because I'm a tiki girl but shoot me a nice beautiful whiskey like I'm just like you know like, I don't know like people be like when I was like moving into this category of work people be like oh you could rep any brand in the world what would you want to rep like what's your spirit and I was just like 
all of them. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Why can't I just work for Southern? Can I be a... Right, like, literally, like, I don't, like, the point of interaction, I'll make it happen. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Simone, because um, whenever I go to visit Southern, our, our distributor in California, um, they'll have these uh, boxes around the office and it just says, help yourself. And there are these bottles of just stuff that they're kind of, like, trying to get people to try mm-hmm. and, and learn more about. Because it's, you know, this huge portfolio of a product. Yeah. So, um, so my friend that works at Southern would be like, "Oh yeah, go ahead, grab some, grab some bottles, play around with it, you know." So, don't mind if I do. And I'm just like <laughs> just grabbing different bottles and like going home and just trying stuff out and just discovering new stuff that could work with Shochu, you know. And yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of them. that's that's why when you see it's like we're building up a, a thing where we're pretty soft. <laughs> Seriously, right? Like if you go on this end, it's like. Oh, let me show you this one rum. We end up finding it. It's some Mexican rum. It's a Mexican rum, but it's so oh, funky. Rum, it tastes rum. almost I mean, Jamaican. That's the thing about uh, rum. Rum is almost any anywhere, yeah. but this particular rum. Oh, what a beautiful bottle! Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of has. I like, won't lie. The bottle is what I saw first. <laughs> it's kind of um, kind of has like a sort of like an agave flavor to it. Please help yourself. Yeah, um, I guess you're struggling to get I mean, you have a cot. I'm gonna need a cot. <laughs> Uh, You're welcome yeah. to take a nap. Um, yeah, no, we have like, different types of rum. Like, yeah, so the top shelf's all rum, then the second shelf's agaves, mascots, tequilas, and then the last one is just whiskeys. And over here we have like our liqueurs. liqueurs. And those are our top ends. Whoa. Yeah, it's nice, it's funky. So for the listeners at home, uh, this is called. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't even try. I was like, uh, what a beautiful bottle. I can't read the label, but that's beautiful. It's a. Sharonda Blanco? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Europan. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to have a smart pronounce it properly. It's a uh, Urupan. Urupan. U R U A P A N. What is this Sharonda Blanca? Oh, it's delicious. It's, uh, what can you say it? Because you said I said it wrong. Charanda. 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 Very, uh, Arable, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It has. It's not like like it has like a funkiness, like a like yeah. a Jamaican rum. Yeah, but like sort of like a like a fermentation style, like a like a like a pulque. And it's a white rum. It's a white mm-hmm. rum. Yeah. So really, it's it's lovely. I like I like the little map on the side mm-hmm. where it tells like, you where it comes from and the monarchs. So we just watched documentary on monarch butterflies. It comes from there. Yeah. Why is why is rum in quotation marks? Um. I, well, how do they spell it with uh, H? No, it says rum, but then it's in, it's in like. I think it's because it's, it's it's sort of like like plain on it, like when you, like if you would say the Nankai Gold, like whiskey, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily whiskey because most people don't don't think rum like Mexico or like India rum is like anywhere where there's sugar you can make rum. That's right. why I'm seeing like where I'm from, it's like in, in some people to see it's like the middle of it, like we're we're all about rum and whiskey, and they're like, well, why rum? Why not agave? Like, yeah, we have agave in there, but it's not. Like I told you, it's not like um like wherever like like in Oaxaca, where it's like that's like their main, you know. Like yeah, yeah. for us, it's just like yeah, we have we have all the like the the crops to make it, but it's just, it's just more of like I'm gonna make it up for a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Like really? this whiskey, I'm gonna make it to get fucked up on. You see what I'm saying? It's like this is the scale I'm saving. Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it interesting though that you know Nankai and Urapan Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of start with similar ingredients, mm-hmm. right? They're both made from sugarcane, yeah. um, but completely different in, in profile, completely different in like production styles, fermentation styles. I'm sure. Is that? Do you think that initial uh, connection we had with Nakai together 
was because you had that connection to rum already? I, I think it's the fermentation part. I, I like, I love, I love like, like people when people are like, oh, like, do you like tequila? It's like, yeah, I like it, but I like pulque better. It's like, you know what pulque is? So it's pretty much they grab the, like the, why am I spacing out? Like where the plant, the agave plant, right? And instead of like pulling the whole thing from like the, the root, like the piña, like, you know, and then using the piña, it's like they, they, they create, they take the center leaves out and they create like a, like a well. Oh. So they, they carve it out. So they, they just carve like the, like the center of the piña, like that. And then they let the, they sort of like mash it, like the, the natural liquids that come in. And they just let it set. They let it ferment. <clears throat> and then, then they come back and all they do is just like dig, dig out from it and drink it. And they, they don't kill the plant. They just kind of like. So the plant can still foster yeah. from there. Mm-hmm. And then just let it. And then they slowly kind of like, as it's growing, they, they carve it. More and more. They carve it more wow. and more. And then you just like drink from it. That's and it's, it is like very milky. It's like. Sounds delicious. So it's like, I grew up like, like drinking that, like at a young age, like when you couldn't drink tequila. So it's like, from there, it's like, oh, have some, some, uh, tepache. So it's like that whole fermentation of it. It's like, oh, it's, it's good for, it's good for your stomach. Cause it'll go all the, you know, it's like, you just make it out of no, like whatever. So from there, it's like, it became like a problem. It's like rum, like that fermenting the sugar, like that really fascinated me. So like, when nobody ended up like going back, nobody ended up like liking it. They're like, oh, it's like, and then you came along and I was just like, I think you would like it. And then that's, that's when we... That's right. Well, I remember the the, fir- the the first thing you said to me that gave me an ego boost <laughs> about my chances with, with that guy, right? Was you were telling me that you were trying to figure out cocktail tapache, but you had a really hard time where the alcohol didn't overpower the tapache flavors. Because mm-hmm. you, you had mentioned, you know, trying it with all sorts of, 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 of clear spirit. Yeah, and orig- originally out. I wanted to do it with rum. Yeah. But then rum, like, as you can tell, is just... You know, like even the name tells you it's like a rum. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no, it's like, and then I, I was going to pretty much go with vodka, but then I was like, it's just too, too basic. And then yeah. like, it, it just didn't, didn't click. And then like, I'm you, it's all stars aligned. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. That was uh, four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. Wow. Or I guess three and a half, but yeah. Yeah. About four years ago. Yeah. Around four. Time flies. It does. Um, yeah, and then you know, of course, then we asked Esteban to help us at a number of events, and mm-hmm. and uh, he introduced his brand of cocktails to a bunch of Japanese people, and it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, yeah, no, it's just like I keep telling, like the, I keep telling you every day, it's like it's it is just so. I'm glad you you're going this route, like you're you're letting yeah people experiment with it and not trying to hide the flavor of it. Yeah. It's, it's so just by itself it's, it's just, just so clean it's beautiful yeah. and like that's the thing like i think um what you guys are doing now with highballs and like it's the easiest drink you can make with it and it's just a perfect drink though but it's also She's like all about i love it's highball. like give me give me a soda water spritz i need it uh but you know like just compared to like the popularity of like white claws and stuff now it's like this is such a better alternative <laughs> like first of all higher alcohol content Secondly, lower calories. Makes you look Thirdly, too. like it's more delicious. <laughs> like you, like you actually know what you're drinking when you drink this. Like, what the fuck is in a white cloth? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna disparage any any brand. No, by but, all means, I'll be, but, I'll do that. But um, what <laughs> I do like, is I'm, I'm personal. I'm yeah. personal. my pro opinion. What I, what I do like <laughs> my own the opinions. <laughs> legal legal disclaimer. No. Uh, um, what I do love about making my own highballs though is that I want to know what goes in my drink. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Same. Um, as I mentioned 
earlier, my hangovers are epic when I have them. And so I have to control my drink very carefully, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I've got two young kids and, and uh, on a hangover, they'll probably kill me. So <laughs> because it's like shark smelling blood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, daddy's weak today. Let's get it. <laughs> daddy has a headache. Something's wrong with daddy. Clang, clang. He might bite me an LOL doll today. <laughs> just to shut, shut me up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Just, uh, just, uh, just, just on my way. It's yeah. like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I almost said won't buy it for me. It's like, <laughs> Simone, like yeah. When Esteban asked uh, asked me, he's like, uh, "What does your daughter want?" And for her birthday, yeah, for her birthday. <laughs> and, uh, and then my daughter saw me texting with Esteban, and she's like, "What, what are you doing, Daddy?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, well, Esteban wants to know if you want anything for your birthday." She's like, "Hello, well, hello." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, uh, that's so cute." I hope we can find one that doesn't look like a stripper. Not one American girl dad, it looks cool. <laughs> so I want to make some drinks for you guys too at some point. Yeah, yeah let's let's okay, start, let's yeah. Start, what, what, what do you got? Do you guys have any lime juice? We do. Yes, we have we lime have juice. juice. <laughs> Whatever you want. Be be prepared. Lime juice, cucumber, cucumber juice. Lemon. All right, let's do let me, let me do a, let me do a um a Japanese Thai gimlet for you guys. Oh, that sounds uh, what phenomenal. Do you, what do you need on the I just need uh lime juice. And I've got the Nankai. Here, we'll set you up on this. Do uh, you need ten? Yeah, a shaker and some ice. Sure. I love it. Basically, you guys had this bar here. Yeah, it's like it was. Uh, it's just like a little island, and she was like, oh, "I'm never going to use this." Rings like, but it's like it worked out for our purposes. This worked out perfectly. This is mine, right? Where's your mine? I don't know. You're the one that got it. Oh, this is the one. Yeah. We tend to use lime more than. Oh yeah, look at that. That's a whole lot of lime. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you didn't even put it in the thing. So um, when I started doing events on my own, um, I needed to think of some cool flavor profiles uh, to highlight Nankai, but also kind of just raise my brows. Yeah. And so when I was just shopping, I just found like these lime leaves and and, and thought, man, if I can figure a way to to get these flavors out, and then while also using black sugar as a component. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Is black sugar an easy thing to find? Uh, if you know where to look. Okay. So if you go to Japanese market, um, there's a lot of desserts that use black sugar. Mm-hmm. There's a very popular ice cream bar um, at Asian markets that has, it's made from black sugar and milk, like a, like a milk tea kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it has boba frozen in there. Oh, interesting. Oh. And it's like, it's not cheap. It's like $9 for four bars maybe mm-hmm. oh my god but <laughs> worth it oh my god you need simple you need yeah, uh, nope I got the sugar here uh, so this is uh, what I have here is it's really dark right it's basically a simple syrup made with black sugar half black sugar half organic sugar um, and then infused for about four to five hours with lime leaves and then I'm going to do three ounces of nankai one ounce of lime juice and then one ounce of the, of the black sugar um, what kind of glassware do you need? Yeah. What, what are the measurements on this? Uh, this is a, this is a Japanese, so this is going to be two, two all the way to the top. So one. Uh, so one and a half right there. And you got your you can one. The this one right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fancy. Yeah. This usually helps. Mm-hmm. Start off. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do one ounce of syrup. Do you serve it rocks or no rocks? Uh, no rocks. Okay. Uh, Coops. 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 Oh, you know what though? I'm making two, so let me just do this. 
I'll do a full two here. Does the main one? Uh, Pour in the small guy. Small one. Yeah. Sorry, I don't use Boston so much. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> they still kind of terrify me a little bit. It's, it's not that bad. It's just like one of those things is like, once you get, what scares me is using bosses with uh, with a glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 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 like, that, that freaks me out. <laughs> and I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> so let's see, we need six. Six, yeah. Thank you for doing the math. Mm -hmm. the, so uh, you guys started this company, and then from there, that's really where you started to learn about alcohol and spirits and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, the. There are a lot of shochus already in the States, mm -hmm. and but none of them are really kind of marketed to non-Asians yet. I mean, they were, they are now, but not before. And so we were trying to figure out different ways to educate the public on, on shochu. And as we did a lot of sales calls, we realized, you know, most spirits were, you know, cocktails were the way you sell things in mm -hmm. restaurants and bars. And so we kind of had to adapt our strategy and education, obviously meaning Esteban and, and some other you know, bartenders has really changed kind of our approach and cocktails became kind of our claim to fame. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like, and this is just purely judging on your Instagram I, I, profile, uh, that you guys, uh, like when bartenders do, like it worked for me too. Like when he introduced me to this, I was just like, this is amazing. Like it's so clean. It just tastes so good. Like I, like it's so easy to play with too. And so it's like, I feel like that's that the, what the consensus is from other bartenders that you interacted with. It's just, it's just, it's an easy thing to mess around with. You know, it's funny. Uh, so when we first started going to different, uh, it's like there's a hole, there's a hole on that side. Oh, just oh, be careful. Oh, oh back <laughs> Uh So when we first started in cocktail um, pitches at restaurants, it's super good. Right? Yeah. Bars and restaurants. Uh -huh. um, and we kind of just let people do what they want with it. Mm -hmm. Similar to the challenge you guys had with Saiten, most bartenders and sellers didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. They're like, uh, is it vodka? Is yeah. it gin? How do I, how do I treat this? And because it is 24% much lighter and low ABV cocktail was just barely starting, mm -hmm. most people didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. But after working with Esteban and a few other people, that these ideas started forming of how to make a low ABV cocktail that had plenty of punch yeah. and plenty of flavor, uh, but didn't kind of raise costs too much. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the thing for me for like low ABV cocktails. Like, I still want you to do your job. <laughs> so let me show you how to oh. do a little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. down. So when you when you do it, make sure you kind of go on like at an angle. Huh. Just like really Ooh. see how it's like that pocket. Yeah. And you don't want to shake it down. You like turn it around. Ah. Big turn face up. So, yeah. so it's like if it pops out, it doesn't pop up. It's just so you want that that down so you're kind of like grabbing it both hands and. Yeah, see, Boston Chickers scare me. And you just shake it? Yeah, yeah. shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Okay. Um, when I interviewed you, Esteban, uh, you were warning me against the dangers of overshaking. Overshaking, yes. Yes. How? I still don't know how oh, to that's, that's something that I had to teach her, too. So. I think, but I also think it's a personal thing. But I also, think, I also think it depends on like what kind of drink you're making. Right. It's, 100%. It's a muscle, it's a muscle memory thing. Oh. It's like over stirring, over shaking, any of that. Like, try it. You have some straws here. You can just try it, see if that's what you want or... Do you want it more diluted? Yeah. All right. Let's go with it. So... Get a strainer here. Strainer. Uh, do you need a double strainer or do you just need one? Uh, that's right. 
No, no one actually can see the drink, so. <laughs> We're going to be ice skating. Normally I do double strain, but. Uh... Yeah, so the, pretty much the uh, shaking, it's, it's sort of like a, you let the ice sort of tell you. It's, yeah. You know, the ice and, and, and the tin. It's like when you, when you, like, it's good to practice with like a, with the hard rock. Hold on. I don't want to put over that. Yeah. It's easy there, so. Yeah, if you use like one big rock, it's easier to hear the shake. But you could hear the, the clunk, mm -hmm. like you, you hear pom 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 pom, and then you it starts once it starts sounding more like a maraca, then it's like yeah you. you oh, because you took enough. You took enough, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's or, or like even if you just use like just crushed ice, you hear like a like a like a hard maraca, like a chop mm -hmm. But once you start hearing like it's like yeah, it's already yeah, it's already it's, yeah. you know it's like thank you enjoy yeah. So this is our th uh, Japanese Thailand gimlet. I mean, I would drink that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's so nice. So I brought plenty of syrup for you guys to play with you if you want at some point. Uh, just to let you get some more recipes with it. For sure. Can I, just, I can stage it on its own. Yeah, please. Yeah, I like it. It's um. So on the nose, you get a lot of the lime leaves. Um, yeah, it's, it's like on the palate, you'll get the black sugar. It's like citrusy, but not citrusy. Does that make sense? It's like not sour. That's yeah. It, it kind of has like that those citrus notes, but not not sour, which I kind of like. Like. I, I like those little funky. This is wow. <laughs> there's like there's so many levels to the sugar. Like it's not just um... black sugar is awesome. Yeah. So um, in Japan, wow, it's often used in cooking too because it amplifies umami flavors. Mm -hmm. So it's great for sauces. Yeah. 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 I just remember I remember you getting like this, or like even um, like Kaufman sins usually coated with with this. <sighs> Like if you do like something with milk, which is a common kind of combination with, with luxury, I think you can come up with some pretty cool cocktails too. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really nice. For me, um, I always have problems with doing this, this cocktail live because unless you're really good at choosing a good limes, yeah. you can, you can kind of get on the six side of things or, mm -hmm. or too bitter sometimes, you know, and so yeah. choosing really good limes is, is so important. And that's something I haven't mastered yet. I, mean, I don't. Limes are, to me, like the, one of the trickiest fruit, like limes and avocados. You're just like, I don't, you don't know what you get until you open you up. <laughs> and you're just like, hope for the best. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, like uh, really good limes are phenomenal. Like <laughs> this is like a dumb story. When my friend was just having uh, a birthday party and he like ordered food and you know, there were like eight of us over there and we're eating it. And one of my other friends was like, already full but he was like oh what's your what's your favorite part of these nachos like what's the best part of it my friend was like i really like cilantro but like you know when you get like really fresh perfect produce it's just like like uh and this is the thing that Esteban and i have talked about a lot but he is a big proponent of especially when i'm like entering competitions or something if you're using pineapple juice just go canned it's universal. You don't have to worry about what the ripeness of the pineapple was. But like, yeah, like just buy lime juice. Because it, it makes it easier. Like I was thinking, it was like, I, I, I worked for Bacardi when they do the, the like the masters, you know, it's like, so it like every cocktail that was there is like, they want to make it easy because they want to batch it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I have to go over, if they have to go out of the way to make a, a pineapple, whatever, whatever. And it takes the process, like automatically, they're just going to be mm -hmm. like, no. Oh, yeah, because yeah, unless you're making like a cordial or something, where you're batching the cordial then, then mm -hmm. that's fine. But right, right. otherwise, it's just the juice. Most of the cocktails that they feature are ones that they go, it's like maybe four ingredients and they're mm -hmm. easy to get. Like anywhere around the world, easy to get. 
And those bartenders are like, and with that being said, is like, that's why I try to keep things a lot simpler. Yeah. I mean, that is one of the things that, uh, the Bacardi Legacy competition was like one of the first things I ever entered. Uh, and that was one of their, one of their like number one rules, which sticks with me every time I make a cocktail is six ingredients, including garnish. And I was like, great. Like you couldn't have more than six. Yeah. So like keep it as simple as possible. It's going to be way, way yeah. too much. Which unless you're making a tiki drink, fine. Yeah. But that's something in your own. But yeah. Go, going back to like when we met, it's like, that's why I like, told you, it's like, I go by that mentality, like keep it simple. And it's that whole judo mentality it's like mm-hmm. maximum efficiency minimum effort it's like why do i need all this when the heavy worker is going to be non-kai it's like why do i want to bury yeah. that right i might as well use something else if I'm like yours is already like which goes to the the point of like it was like i think the first cocktail i made you was the one with the amaro yeah like, all this needs is amaro yeah yeah it's like it and it's like that that's it it doesn't like the non-kai is doing the heavy lifting yeah, that was that was uh that was one of the uh, so that and the tapache were the two aha moments right where we're like whoa it actually goes well with with and and, and Fernet is part of Amaro so or the mm-hmm. Amaro as well and I did not like Fernet for a really long time because of my experiences in San Francisco sure uh, <laughs> you forced to do shots and shots of warm Fernet we were on that same page yeah you know? like I used to work in the kitchen and I was like just give me give me Jägermeister yeah. <laughs> I was like. And I love Jägermeister, but Fernet has a... I, I prefer Jäger over Fernet. All my Fernet drinking bar friends think I'm crazy. They're like, you know, because we'll do shots. They're like, let's do a Jäger shot. And they're like, we'll, I'll do a Fernet shot. Monsters. <laughs> but Monsters. Yeah, it's, 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 What's the difference? We're going, but yeah, it's, it's key. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the, the one of the things that I love kind of learning as I go along now is, is what's the optimal way to enjoy a spirit? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll tell you guys for Nankai. So with, with Nankai, uh, actually, uh, a drop of water or ice cube is best. Really? Just yeah. to bring out like a whiskey, you just bring out the, the flavor. Similar to a scotch whiskey, you want to pop those lipid esters mm-hmm. and, and, and bring out the full flavor of the, of the umami there. Interesting. Um, now with gold, um, it can go either way. So depending if you like something that's kind of oak spicy, Mm-hmm. Or you want more caramelly, mm-hmm. then you can either go neat or or you know um, on the rocks. Yeah, interesting. Um, so for for blind tests for for the first time, anyone tries nankai, I always try to to present it on the rocks mm-hmm. yeah. just so that you get the kind of the full flavor yeah. base. And then you know for for seasoned mixologists like you guys, then you guys just drink neat and figure out. Oh, okay, I see what's in there already, and kind of yeah. go from there. No, but it, it, I, I do enjoy it because like it's sort of um, it's like. How it puts like gin. That's that's the way I was told to drink gin. Yeah, <clears throat> like open it up with with water, and I was just like, okay, yeah. So like, like you could see the oils and everything. But then it's like it, going more deep into alcohol. It's like you, you start realizing it's like, oh, they do that for whiskey too. Mm-hmm. Like they do that. It's like but it makes sense. It's just like yeah, open it up with a little. Like don't be ashamed. Just a little yeah. water. It's like it goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do at at, at tasting demos is is to give it neat first, and then. And then give them a second uh, sip with with a drop of water or, or the ice cube, just mm-hmm. to see the reaction how it when it opens up. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, um, do you guys want to try some of this coconut? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I so just mine, just our. Yeah. So this is a uh, a bottle of nankai that I did a fat wash mm-hmm. with some virgin coconut oil, um, warmed it up, poured it into the bottle, uh, and then infused it for about. Four or five hours. 
And oh, then, that's a sharp. That's a sharp freezer, yeah. It is, yeah. And then I put it in the freezer mm -hmm. to freeze all the oils up, mm -hmm. and then strained it. So, so everybody remember their color. <laughs> Yours is blue. Mine's blue, yeah. yeah. I'm red. Yeah, I love to do. Uh, I've done a peanut butter fat wash, and I've done coconut fat wash. I really love the coconut oil fat wash. Um, what things? Another friend bartender in San Francisco, uh, a chef bar chef bartender. Um, he does a butter wash with that bag, uh, but it's a crab butter. Interesting. And it's so killer. Yeah. Where is it? That was. A did you enhance oh, the no. did, you, did you just snort the wasabi? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Esteban's so awake now. Oh yeah. Uh, it was wasabi salt, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about baggy, but come on. Yeah, wasabi salt. Would you see the snorting alive? And yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, bartender's handshake. Here's something to snort. Here's yeah. something. <laughs> like, what is it? Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. What's in this again? It's just a coconut oil. Just wash. coconut and nakai. Just coconut oil that's been yeah. uh, fat washed. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I think a lot of things that people do, this is thing, you know, I talk about a lot in um, the industry, like the clarification and all that bullshit. I think a lot of it is a lot of like, we're going too far, guys. Just <laughs> I kind of want to make a cut talk about it. But oh, I, yeah, I see, the, I see the light bulb. Go, Esteban, go, go, go. I personally, like, I love a fat wash. Like, I'm like for a fat wash. I think you're going to. I'm, I'm all for like just experimenting mm -hmm. and. I mean, if we're not getting creative and having fun, hundred percent. Everything should be fun. Everything should be creative. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, obviously, there's there's the practical aspect of yeah. uh, if we're gonna put into service. But I mean, if you want to have fun, if you're there on a slow night and there's a customer you want to just kind of share stuff with, mm -hmm. why not do some of the sport, like yeah. Yeah. fun stuff? Yeah. But with that being said, though, I'm big up on like that's that's for somebody that's like you know. Yeah. But yeah. if you do it with like. Uh, it's not my yeah. menu, yeah. No, no, but it's like one of those things where like, as a bartender, we always get people, it's like, can you make me this drink and this drink, da, 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 this bartender, maybe yeah. like, if we know, it's like, no, that's probably a moment that you shared with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Made you something, but like, I don't know, I don't know you that much. So when somebody always asks me, he's like, oh, can you make me a, can you make me something special? It's like, like, what do you normally like? And it's like, okay, cool. I'll make you a, a classic. That way it's like, you understand, it's like, this, <laughs> this is how it's well, about an ice I mean, the, For me, the perfect analogy to that is, you know, you have a, a, a wonderful omakase sushi dinner, right? Mm -hmm. You can't go to another sushi chef and say, hey, listen, I had this great omakase dinner no. over in New York. Can you make me the same thing? Right. Like, no, that was omakase. It's, it's chef's choice. Mm -hmm. You know, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta trust the person you're with and, and enjoy their version yeah. of, of things. Yeah. And I can't like, as a, as a lay person, like, uh, civilian as or uh, like you know you didn't like you know you don't know necessarily that like that drink you ordered from TGI Fridays can't and that drink you got in Vegas can't be made everywhere you know like it's not a no. thing that maybe you're aware of so I respect that but also when we say no understand that too <laughs> no, I say, no I'm sorry I don't know what that drink is respect that <laughs> it's only uh, about 1 p.m. Is that right? No. Yeah. 140? 140? Yeah. Man, it feels like a, it feels like a midnight diner. Uh, <laughs> a Friday night. That's, that's, that's what we're trying to go for. We're trying to go for. It's our goal. Here. 
And uh, there's a Jeff Goldblum pillow that's just following me everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are just the eyes, yeah. It's like the, the haunted house. Like yeah. you walk by, it's like just... <laughs> it's the best gift I've ever got. And sometimes I lay on it and I just stare at Jeff. He stares back at me. And then like this. What are you looking at? The dry cortisol. It should be on there. You're making a my time. Look at that. You're just just connecting. <laughs> yeah, no, because we like we already know the ingredients for like my tea. Like, yeah, I know, I know the specs for his my tea. Uh, for so, but like with the going back to like real things, uh, with the rise of like the ODD, have you found that that's been like, super helpful? Like, it has. People understood. It, it has, and it hasn't. Like, um, it has in the sense that you know we're perfectly catered for low ODD drinks, mm-hmm. and those that have been willing to give us a chance um, have found some really great cocktails. I think, but there are also you know, a large faction that still wants to make it easier to get with products that are easier to identify on menu. Mm-hmm. And so my challenge is to find venues that are okay with experimenting and, yeah. and, and, and you know, showing customers a, a new spirit. And I think that, you know, the percentage of the population that are, are more open to trying something new or want to be that group of people that are first to discover something. Mm-hmm. You know, because I remember, you know, 20 years ago, Japanese whiskey was laughed at. Yeah. Yeah. And I would go to I would go to a bar and everyone would just quote lost translation. Oh, uh-huh. please rip me. You know that kind of thing, right? And um Centauri and Nico were just Yeah. It was just it was a joke. It was a punchline. Not really tasting and giving it a chance. But once someone with a respected opinion tried and said, hey guys, listen, this is this is some real shit, you know? Yeah. It changed everything. And then all of the the tough times that the whiskey makers in Japan had led to them scaling back production. Mm-hmm. So now what's really popular, it's not available because of all that ridicule they faced earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think to now when all the switcher makers are trying to figure out, do they make more or do they stay realistic to their production methods now and to the demand now, mm-hmm. you know, in a few years when switcher becomes really, really popular, I think. Yeah, I, I, um, I fully believe that too. Um, we're going we're to hit a shortage at some point. Yeah. Um, especially like Nankai Gold, it takes so much work to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually for the people that are listening. So Nankai Gold is a 43% shochu that's blended from essentially five um, expressions that we age differently. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the largest base of it is Nankai Shochu at 43%, aged in a still tank. But then we age different expressions, either back into still or normal distillation. Uh, and then Asian, American white oak, or French limousine oak. And each of those are aged three to five years. And the challenge with Nankai Gold, I think, with any aged shochu really, is to to be categorized as a shochu, the main thing is it can't be dark. Interesting. So if it gets dark, like a whiskey, it is disqualified. So wait, does it, it doesn't have to be dark, it has to be just... Yeah, it can't be dark. If it's a certain tint... If it's if it's darker than Nankai Gold, mm-hmm. it's gotta be a whiskey or some other spirit. Because yeah, Nankai Gold, so like it's Chardonnay color. Right? Really watch that. Yeah. So the 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 real challenge with uh, aged shochu like Nankai Gold is how do we get the depth of flavor mm-hmm. without the darkening of color? And that and that really goes back to the eighties when Japan and the UK Margaret Thatcher made a deal, and if we wanted to export shochu anywhere. It had to be a light color, otherwise it had to be taxed as a whiskey. 
Really? And in Japan, whiskey licenses are incredibly expensive. Yeah, and they just changed all the whiskey rules, right, in Japan? They did, yeah. So that means some things that were considered whiskeys are no longer considered whiskeys. That's correct, yeah. So a lot of the whiskeys that were coming to the States uh, were actually shochus. Some of those will be able to stay as a whiskey because of the fact that um, they were... Uh, made from a certain grain mm-hmm. and uh, were malted, but a large majority won't be. That's so fascinating. So either they were a you know Scottish or Irish import that was bottled in Japan, mm-hmm. so they're, they're disqualified, or they were uh, fermented with koji, not malt, and so then they're disqual- disqualified. Wow. How many... I don't know if you have an answer to this. <laughs> How many of like... I think the popular Japanese whiskeys that we all know were actually fermented with koji instead of malt. All of the expensive ones that people are are vying for, the Yamazakis and the Nikas of the world, mm-hmm. are generally true whiskeys. Okay. But there are some blends that were commonly known to, to be a blend of it's a world whiskey essentially. Yeah. So I mean they weren't they weren't hiding anything. So yeah, Yamazaki Nika, or sorry, Sephora Nika, they're pretty open about what's yeah. what's in their in the juice. Uh, same with, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, I'm blanking right now. Uh, the Roma is hitting me. Uh, the Ichibu. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are always marked as, as world whiskeys. Um, but there are some others that, that were a little bit more, uh, not as forthcoming. When you age the Nankai gold, you do it in virgin barrels? Uh... One of the expressions is a virgin barrel. The others are used in France limousine cognac barrels, American bourbon barrels, Interesting. Uh, Spanish sherry barrels. Mm-hmm. But they're all different percentages. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to capture different flavor profiles and then the right color and the right flavor depths to get to something that's passing for shochu, mm-hmm. but has kind of all these different crazy profiles. So it blows my mind when I open different Naga Gold bottles and find a very consistent flavor throughout, yeah. knowing that he's aged that. so many different barrels to mm-hmm. get to this point. Um, you know, I mean, he's a he's a master distiller and a master blender, so that's huge. Yeah, yeah. What a what a dream job. <laughs> I know, and and, and um, I think you kind of just stumbled into it too, our master distiller. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's most amazing. Yeah, I guess well, yeah, it's, it's well, yeah. So that's pretty much a Mai Tai that I made you with the coconut one. So I use the same thing and then I just top it off with a little uh, gold. But the other thing we did is like... Dude, get out of town. That's amazing. <laughs> but the other thing is like we... It, it's sort of like we were talking earlier about the whole accent. Like we elevated it by just spraying. Yeah. Just give it a little... So it complements with, with the mint. It's like now the mint serves a purpose. It kind of like neutralizes... That's dangerous. Huh. I mean, did I, I'm did very. I not, did I not get one? No, nope, I just made one. <laughs> so rude. Okay. 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 <laughs> Here, but I'll make I'll make you one right now. Thank you. Yeah. So you used the coconut wash. Yeah, the coconut wash. Okay. So see, it's like you just wash it off with the. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. So it just coats it. So it's like when you have it, it's like. So you, you spray the abscess on the bottle just to get that. Yeah, you have like a little thing and you just give it up quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do it at like the very end too. If you want to like create a fire show, you want to do that. Oh, person, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put a little cinnamon and then sh- I always want to be that person. Light it on fire. So just let that 
Absorb it, and then and then you, how, many, how much of the necrite gold did you use? Uh, use the gold, uh, three-fourths, uh-huh. and then the rest was just all. And you just, you just topped it off with the gold, you didn't mix it with the gold? No, I didn't say it. So instead of a dark rum flow, you did a necrite gold mm-hmm. flow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's nice. Thank you. I meant the, the infusion of the coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. I'm getting pretty rocky, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing the taste test as 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 the, as the day progresses, and no, I am getting. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, we'll we'll eat something. We're not going to just. I, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, the power of the craft spirit <laughs> flow through me. For the um, so you guys also just acquired a sake company. We didn't acquire some. Uh, so we actually met a f- so a friend of a friend had reached out to us and, and liked what we were doing with shochu mm-hmm. and asked if it was possible for us to consider a sake. And we are adamant about only carrying things that we love. Sure. Uh, you know, we're a very small I feel company. like that, that shines through. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like part of the reason like he and I respect and like you guys so much. It's like, and like why, because like you guys really love the product and it's a product that's worth loving. You know, it's like, you don't feel like there's any like shadiness going on. You know? I mean, it's a different problem because we drink so many samples out of our own stock. <laughs> it's like we're breaking the first rule of like never getting tired. Yeah, about. yeah, we're breaking that rule 100 percent every day. Uh, <laughs> but so when we when we heard the story behind uh, Moon Bloom Sake, which is the sake that we're carrying right now, it's beautiful. <laughs> it is. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we we we. How, I mean, how could you say no? To that story. So, for your listeners, I'll just give a quick recap. Yeah. Um, there is a 120-year-old brewery in Nagano, Japan, um, called Wakabayashi, and they've been ma- making sake 120 years, six generations, you know, family-owned, um, and they're about to shut down because uh, normally, you know, Japan is very patriarchal, and so they're like, okay, there's no sons, we're done, um, and so the eldest daughter, who was in fashion didn't want to see that tradition end, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, kudos to her for, for wanting to keep that tradition alive. Really, yeah, doing that for her family, yeah. Yeah. So she left her job and started seeking apprenticeships, you know, mm-hmm. and so she found a master brewer named Nishimura-san and started training with him. A year into her training, he passed away. Oh my gosh. You know, and so then she's like, okay, well, now what do I do? I left my job. Yeah. You know, my parents are about to retire. And that's when there was this underground group of female brewers named the Seven, because there were seven of them. I'm like obsessed. Continue. <laughs> uh, that heard her story and decided to become her teachers, her teacher. And so they finished her training. That's beautiful. Isn't that amazing? And then, so their whole mission is okay, Sake has always been a masculine pursuit, I guess, is one way of saying it. Sure. And so all the all the flavor profiles are kind of based on what men prefer. But imagine if sake was produced with a different perspective in mind. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's the whole thing. So Wakabayashi, they're only making sakes. So they're using the same techniques and, and, and nomenclature for sakes as everyone else. But the sake is vastly different from other sakes yeah. because it's with a female palate in mind. 
why I like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he likes it so much too. I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, like, 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 yeah. Um, but no, like it's a really, it's a beautiful story. I, mean, it, it, I, 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 I guess it's emotional, right? Because thinking about this, I, 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 this is, it's a, a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story. Because right? yeah, I have two daughters. a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, so when we heard that story, I was like, how? How can you not? Yeah. How can we not? We don't know anything about, about Sake, but you know, we've got all these licenses that we paid for and, and we've got a, a relationship with some distributors now. Yeah. How could we not? How, yeah. And so we tried it, you know, and then so we, so we brought in Moonbloom and, and, and we're going to help them hopefully grow in the U.S. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's called Moonbloom Sake and like the label itself is beautiful. Yeah, The you. way you guys are marketing on Instagram is beautiful. Like, yeah. It's they only make beautiful. about 2,000 balls a year. Yeah. Very limited. It is, you know, pricier than most sakes, but... You know, if you take the story and the fact that it's just her and her husband making it by themselves, amazing. the amount of care that goes into one bottle. Yeah. Where are the seven now? <laughs> it's still pretty rare. So, um... It's the first rule of five club listening. Don't talk about the seven? You don't talk about the seven. I want to know where the seven are. on the ground. <laughs> so, we're working on getting a website out so that people can order it directly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we'll, we'll do a press release soon uh, on where it's going to be available. It's still pretty limited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but with their with their story, we're going to definitely push it out yeah, there well. and share it. And we're going to do a, um, a special with a couple places to, to celebrate female brewers. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. That's really, that's really lovely. Like, you should, um, we have a lot of friends that are brewers. Yeah. That's so hard. There's, there's a group here in LA called Pink Boots. You Pink might boots. want to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. They're it's all, uh, it's like all brew, like, beer brewers. Yeah, females. Yeah. Female brewers. You know, actually, while we're on the topic of uh, things that we care about. Yeah. If you don't mind me digging a few moments to talk about this. Yeah, yes. no, um, yes. So the past year and a half, but longer, but more pronounced during COVID, is the amount of Asian hate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> my wife and I, we're pretty scared, you know, I'll be honestly, to, to go out mm-hmm. into places where we're vulnerable because so many friends and families have been attacked. Yeah. Yeah. It may not be a, a, like a violent attack, but definitely... Like even verbal is just... No, I, yeah, I've had no, just, friends that have been assaulted. Yeah. So many times people say, oh, yeah. fucking go back to your country or yeah. what the fuck are you doing here? You know, that, that kind of shit. And you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was born here. Yeah. Either way, we're all immigrants, so why are you yelling at me? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, it's... Yeah, it's been it's been hard, especially because my wife is an immigrant. You know, she's from Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my daughters are, are, are first generation here, but you know, I don't want them growing up in, a, in an environment where they're just dealing with that. It's yeah. it's awful. Like I like and I know this is like dumb white girl shit I'm about to say. But uh <laughs> like growing up in California, I was born and raised in California, especially Northern California, hour and a half outside of San Francisco, grew up in like Literally, it's called the rice capital of California. It's called the rice bowl. Like growing up in Sacramento. So it's just like, for me, like, and also like, I know I'm, I'm spoiled by privilege of where I had the opportunity of growing up, which was the most multi like multi-integrational city in America when I grew up there. So it's just like, I don't, like, my brain physically can't understand it. Like, I literally have no grasp. Like, what are you talking about? Like, whoa, like, and like just to lump them all into the same thing, and I'm sure you've experienced it too. Being Mexican, like everybody's, yeah, being everybody, like, yeah, like, it's, 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 yeah. It's, everyone, everyone has a trial. Right? Like, I just yeah. don't. I just think like, I literally think like, my brain doesn't compute, and I know it's definitely the privilege of where I was able to grow up and the time I was able to grow up there. 
And so like for me, like my heart breaks and I have like a lot of Asian friends that are just like, I'm like, I won't, I'm like my really good friend, Edie, she's a chef in New York. She's like, I told my mom not to leave the house. Yeah. I was like, stay home. See my mom, I, I don't want to leave in the house. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a, a certain level of, <laughs> it sounds weird to say it, but I think anyone, you know, that's, that's of color has grown up with this. So, you know, you're okay with a certain amount of racism yeah. to deal with. Yeah. It's kind of expected. You know, in, in a in a multicultural country like the U.S., mm-hmm. there's a lot of different cultures. There's a lot of people that hasn't learned about the cultures. And so you're going you're gonna to face that. But when it gets violent to the point where you're targeted, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it always trips me. Like a while ago, I was just like walking down uh, Little Tokyo. And then some dude was just like going off, like going off. I'm like, dude, it's like not, not only is it like, are you seeing really stupid shit? But you're saying it right next to the museum where they, it's about, you know, like what World War II when they put a lot of Japanese in internet. It's like, how ignorant can you be? It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, it's just, it's just like a blindness. It's like, it's, I just don't understand it. Well, so there, there are a couple of things I think that make it worse. One is we're a gun culture. Yeah. And people are afraid to get involved to save other people because you don't know what other person's carrying. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want your ideas of, see, I'm getting emotional here. That's fine. Uh, of justice to to end your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you go home and you're like, holy shit. I should have done something. Yeah. 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 I, that's like, I had a lot of friends because I lived in the UK for so long. From the UK and like when the George Floyd thing happened, they were just like, oh, I just don't understand. Like, why didn't those people step up? Why didn't they, why didn't they attack the cops? And I was like, because oh, I was scared. <laughs> those cops have guns. Yeah, they're, they'll, they'll shoot you. And like in the UK, it's just such a foreign concept. Like, oh, they have guns. And for, and for me, that's a weird concept too, because my brother was a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a good man. But you realize that they themselves are hamstrung by yeah. the idea of brotherhood. Yep. And you can't go against your brotherhood. So, so what do you do when you see something bad happening, but then you have to betray your brother to do it? So it's like a lot, a lot of change has to happen, you know? And, and so in the meantime, much. it's like, it's our friends and family that are suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm, and, you know, there's nothing I can do other than, you know, like speak out against it and like be an ally and all that other shit. But like, it's just like, I, like my heart breaks thinking that like, Literally, people like like our generation are telling their parents, like, just stay home. Yeah. Like, please just don't leave the house. Don't go for a walk. Yeah. Like, how Like, how do you tell, like, you know, they're like... Don't go shopping. You know, like, <laughs> oh, you're the most progressive <laughs> city in the world. And you're like, just stay home, please. Yeah, right? It's, uh, it's, it's just know. a heartbreak. I'm, I'm really, I'm really sad that it's a thing that you have to think about, that you think that for your kids, you have to think about them. Like, it's just like a terrible, it's awful. I mean, thankfully, I've met some really, really amazing people through Nankai, but, you know, there, there is a certain percentage of people I meet that are like, fuck you guys. Yeah. We're not going to support Asian shit. Yeah. Sure. There is that percentage, and you're like, okay, I was born here, and I just want to share some good shit with you, but all right, cool, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It's sort of like, if, if there's anything I learned, I was, you know, signing Felicity, too. Like, it's like, I feel people just need to travel, because it's like, yeah, once you travel, it's like, you realize it's like, once you start sharing alcohol and food, it's like it's true. Yeah, it's like you hit all those whatever you hate about or whatever you heard is like it's just gonna disappear. Yeah, it's like let's just eat some good food and let's get drunk. There's a there's a show on. Um, it's not it's not HBO Max, but it used to be Cinemax called Warrior. 
And it's it's a it's a show idea that Bruce Lee came up with when he was still alive. And it's about um, you know early 1900s San Francisco mm. and all the racism that they had to go through. Mm-hmm. And when you watch that show, which is by the way a, a very badass show, that the same things that they went through back in the 1920s and 30s and whatever, yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing's so changed. Like coming back, yeah. Yeah, I feel like everything. There was like a stupid meme I read, but it was true. Uh, where it was just like. Things haven't gotten better. It's just changed to fit the time. Yes. Like hate and race. Different spin. Changed to fit this time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, different, different spin to fit the narrative. Um, but thankfully we're in LA or, you know, in other places I'm, I'm where. I'm thankful every day I live in California. Yes. Yeah. Where, where we kind of like meet people from different cultures mm-hmm. and kind of share and, 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 and respect each other, you know? And yeah. Like I'm always so excited to meet with you guys because. <laughs> you know, we, we come up with cocktails that that people in Japan would never even think of. Yeah, yeah. But it goes back to what you were talking about the the sake. It's like a different a different mindset now. Yeah, you know, which is which is beautiful. I'm very excited for that. It's like mm-hmm. you know, it's like it, it was so this way, this way, this way. But it's like just give it a chance. Like you yeah. know, it's like what because you're so focused in, in this bubble, like or you're so like I'm, this is where I'm, this is where I'm. It's like when somebody gives you an easier way yeah. to do something or a better way or you know what, whatever it is like it's it just opens that bubble to here to like you know it's like well you know what was interesting about that show Warrior is that the things that were troubling the people that hated Chinese or Asians were very personal they were losing mm-hmm. jobs yeah. you know they were getting undercut on pay and it was all to some degree politically motivated yeah, yeah. And, and it was outside of their real control and similar to this atmosphere now, where due to political spin, you know, Asian Americans are targeted. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, so, it's, 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 so nothing's changed. It's like all racism is based on politics or financial money. Some kind of spin also, that yeah. is just no. scapegoating. Scapegoating. Yeah. So many to blame. Yeah. So I think, you know, as long as, as, as we can kind of keep the conversation going and, and try to change or open minds to mm-hmm. as many people as possible, then hopefully going forward, we'll make incremental change towards the better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, well, well, I'm just telling you, just it was like what we were talking about um, in other, other pockets. When it's just like we encourage people, like go go to a, a supermarket that's not yeah. from your neighbor. Like go to a Mexican. Like, yeah, go to any, like you're gonna find so many flavors and so many different things yeah. that's just gonna open your mind. You're like, why did I not know about this? And this yeah. is again like a thing that I think as Californians. LA, like whatever, like we take this so for granted. Totally. The access we have to Korean markets, to Japanese markets, to Mexican markets, like Vietnamese, Vietnamese yeah, markets, Cambodian Indian, markets, everything. I mean, everything. Yeah, so many Filipino. Yeah, like, like you can even go to like little Ethiopia. Yeah, and it's like, just like we're, you know, we're so spoiled here, and it is a very easy thing for us to say, like, oh, you just like experience, go to a different market. But there's a specialty market somewhere. Go to like if you live in like Timbuktu, Wisconsin. Walk down the you know international foods aisle. Like, do yourself that favor mm-hmm. and like grab it, something and try it. But isn't it weird though that because even as multicultural as we are, like uh, Orange County, for example, is considered one of the the, the concentrations of hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just where does that come from? It's just it blows my mind. You know, and, and I, mean, I have I have things, but <laughs> 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 I mean, I think it's, it's more. I think Orange County used to be historically speaking, and San Diego too, uh, because it's still California, but it used to be, historically speaking, in California, uh, 
pocket of very fiscal Republicans. Mm-hmm. So they were Republicans based off taxes. They were Republicans based off like financial reasons. They didn't give a shit about everything else because they're in fact California. They're super liberal still, yeah. but they got money and they want to save their money. Something happened within the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say we what. All know but something happens, and then, like, you know, with that, with QAnon, and then God knows the tailspin, the pandemic put people into. So it's just like, just like things just went apeshit. Yeah, it just, it was, yeah. It like literally brought out the worst. Like, this is what I'll say about the pandemic. Like, you either learned something from it, or, and you showed who you really were. Right. And I, I think like, I think that was like one of the greatest things. As yeah. bad as it is, is like it really showed you. Who, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like it's like oh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Like huh. it was like oh, I didn't. I didn't know Orange County was so entitled. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, my wife and I were just talking, and it's been a challenging year and a half because there were two truly polarizing elements. Right. Mm-hmm. There was there was. COVID and there was Trump and and, yeah. and people got divided between those two lines into quarters mm-hmm. and, and you know already you're already lonely and trying to figure shit out yeah yeah and then when you hear something you're like oh damn that's that's how you think that's really different from how I think yeah uh-huh. and I already have like this limitation of who I'm going to meet with because of safety mm-hmm. yeah Guess I'll see you later. <laughs> you know, like, even like you know, and it's sad. It's like so easy to bring people together, but you're just like, I either don't have the mental space to try to tell you that Bill Gates is not right. Try to put a chip in my arm. Like right. I cannot. Like I am holding on by a thread every day. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's that's why I gotta go. I just had an issue with somebody yeah. that tolerated, and all of a sudden during this quarantine, it was just that craziness came out more apparent. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, now, mm-hmm. now you're bringing that here and it's just, it just drove me to an edge and it's just, It's like, know? yeah, like there's like, you just, at some point, everybody has to like, like, that's why I like, I'm like baffled. Well, at this point, we're still like having these like giant internet arguments on Facebook. And like, <laughs> I was like, why? Like, this person's so far gone. What are you going to try to tell them? And they're like, but we need to be able to talk to each other. And it was like, yes. Well, there are people you can talk with, and then there are people on the other <laughs> side of the room that don't. are in the corner staring at the wall. It's gonna be one of those things. Is like they're, they're just gonna learn it in their own time. Yeah, as much as, as much as you give them facts or yeah. anything, they're always gonna twist it. Just like that's yeah. But the sad thing is, it, the sad thing is, is if you do take the time to learn about things and consider all options, consider all truths, you're still, you know, put aside. Yeah. As being quote unquote woke as a, as a disparaging term. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're trying to accept all cultures and, and, and try to figure out a way where we can all coexist, you're, you know, made fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you hippie or you yeah. left it. Like, yeah, it goes, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's no winning. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I mean, I feel like at this point, and like the internet definitely makes things. A terrible place to be. Uh, but I feel like, you know. But hopefully alcohol will change that. Alcohol will <laughs> bring people together. Yeah. At, at, at least we can agree that. Like good, like good, good hey, alcohol. This tastes good. Or this good, tastes good. Good, good drinks. Yeah. Good people. Things come together. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, like, you know, even if you believe the earth is flat and that's what gets you off in the morning, then like surround yourself with people that believe the earth is flat and like have a good day. Like, yeah. 
Drink sure. some nice booze, talk about the flat earth, and like live your life. Just don't be mean to people. That's actually amazing. Don't be mean to people. Don't, yeah. Just like, because then we're going to have to, we're going to relive the Crusades again. We're going to relive all those things. It's like, no, I'm right, and I'm going to force them. Right. Like, yeah. No, just. Just be happy, man. It's just like as long as hey, you're not trying to kill people who disagree. Right. It's like are, right. Maybe, maybe you're just hangry. Here, here, have some. Have a, have a Snickers. <laughs> have a Snickers. Have a Snickers. <laughs> have a Snickers. Yes. The whole damn it. Have a Snickers. Just have a Snickers. Just have a Snickers. Yeah. I'm not running for president. It's like why? Why? Why are you? It's like why? Why should I have one? Because you get a little racist when, <laughs> when you're hungry. Oh, you need a Snickers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, don't say that. Here's a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to include, but I mean, I didn't mean to. Oh no, no, no! It's totally fine. I mean, this is this is what we're supposed to be doing. Just shooting the shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, as a as an alcohol brand, I shouldn't get political. Uh, yeah, but also, fuck it. Right? Like, at some point, don't you just have to say, like, if you don't want to deal with me because of my politics or because of I know. who I am as a person, then I can't deal with you either. Like, it's just like, I gotta walk away. So, for, for the most part, I, I just, I don't deal with customers that are assholes. It's just, but... Life is way too short, right? I can't, like, through our distributor, I, I can't turn off any customers that we build anyway because, like, sure. it's so hard to find children customers to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... Last, especially the last six, yeah, the last six, eight months. <clears throat> I want to try your drink. Oh, yeah, you still have to make the. Oh, no, you made it, right? I, I want to try your drink. What? The drink that you made him that you don't have a name for. The ginger one. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? The drink you created. My home? <laughs> so, Esteban, with the, yeah. the coconut oil one, yeah. I want to figure out a. Old fashioned type of simple drink. Easy. The the one to wash. Yeah. We did, we, I made it with my side with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to do? Uh, I would wash it with the gold, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The spray of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I, I no, I would wash it with the gold, and then I would just make an old fashioned. Then you have a coconut, beautiful fucking old fashioned. No. Yeah. 100%. Second round of competition. Hundred <laughs> percent. I, I feel like if he's gonna do an old fashioned with the gold, you should do it with that coconut sugar. Why wouldn't you use both? Because it'll be too much. It's like what? It's, I don't know. It's like it's in, the, it's in the far corner, left side, left side, left side. This uh, here is all. Awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. So what? The mic. Oh, thank you. Because uh. I can still taste the coconut. Yeah, this is very subtle. It's like I'm telling you, it's like one of those. You can call it a nantai. Nantai. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm really good at naming drinks today. All of a sudden. <laughs> Ooh, I got. Yeah, so it's. it's um, I bought that from a Japanese market. That smells a lot like black sugar too. Yeah, it's like a toasted coconut sugar. Yeah, you smell. You can kind of get the essence of that. Mm-hmm. No, just a spoon. Put it all in your mouth. Just a spoonful of sugar, put some medicine, go down the medicine. I feel like doing an old fashioned fat would work a lot better. Because you're using, instead of using the cube. Yeah, of but sugar, I think you still want more of the coconut flavor to come through, so you just have to do great. a coconut wash. I, I mean, I don't think there's enough coconut in that. I think there is. <laughs> this, is, this is how we normally since we have like I love it. even if you don't even if you don't use it like a fat wash although I do like the 
the chains, like the mouthfeel of a fat wash. Whoa, you do yeah. the big, <laughs> you let the big coconut chips infuse in it, and then you do that for like two days, make it infuse, and you still bring some more coconut flavor out. If you don't want to I, do I, think, it's, I think it's too much because usually coconut tends, tends to numb your mouth. Dude, I'm telling you, let me see the sugar. I don't think the sugar has enough coconut flavor. Tell me, it, it, it made a huge difference when we did it the other time. So hold on, let me work on your What's so you want old fashioned, right? Yeah. So this is this is a, li- a low ABV old fashioned that's coconut. Okay, but it's so caramely. It's not coconutty, but it's really caramely. Okay. Well, let's 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 just do an yeah, old fashioned. Do the both. Do oh. the both. No, hold on. So <laughs> I'll make it if you want to make it. No, it's fine. So Felicia, are you are you a big Disney? Disney fan? I mean, I love Disney. Yeah. But like, not crazy. But I, that, those are from all um, Disney Paris. Oh, yeah. So they have like, a, like the shop with like all these beautiful prints from like Disney Paris. I was like, well, that's fun. <laughs> and then it's just like weird mixed art. It was like weird art. The Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, that's not a reference to the movie, right? That's just a- Yeah, I know. I think it's just a thing. Find what you love and let it kill you. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my model. Oh, but that is Kauai. That's my most favorite spot in all the world. It's nice. Holy Bay. My dream. But it's funny, like, um, you know, I, I didn't know that you were like into like gaming and anime before I met you. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not crazy about it like most people are like, like no, that's not right. That's not oh, yeah, yeah, It's a niche. It's like if yeah. you want to have that nerdy conversation, I'll have that nerdy conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna right. be like, well, that's not that's not accurate because it's like that's <laughs> yeah. the worst. Yeah. But anyway, go on, sorry. No, no, but it's interesting, like uh there are these like cross interests that are there originally started through alcohol. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to know someone, you're like, oh, actually, we have a lot of shared interests. So it's, just, it's interesting that you can care about something to the degree that we care about something. And then realize then we also have other things that we care about yeah. that are also to that same degree. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the whole point. Like, you know, he was talking about, like, traveling and, like, right. like you know, it's like if it's, at the end of the day, everybody likes good food. Right. Everybody likes good drinks, right? And if that's like your base starting point, I guarantee you're going to find other things that you have in common. Yeah, so that's why, like, the, we, we talk about it. Like, cooking is like, that's where you learn your basics. Same thing mm-hmm. with cocktails. Learn, learn your basics. Then you build up on that. You'll see the inspiration on something that, that happened, yeah. you know? Like, oh, wow. Like, like my love for highballs was living in Hong Kong. I was just like, oh. And then was, when I went to Japan, I'm like, oh. It's like, you... You would just go and just crack them open. It's just like, you know, they sell them in cans. That's, that's how popular they are. And I'm just like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, I could, I could see that. It's like, it's an elevated, it's because we trashed it up so much here in the United States, sort of like, you know, but over there, it's, it's like, oh, it's, you get the fancy eyes. Yeah. You, it's just, it's the whole experience. It's well, like, there's, so with Japan, there's like two, there's two worlds that I struggle with. One is the side that, that respects true artists and, artisanship and like like um, making something well mm-hmm. but then there's also the same thing that happened in Korea which was make things as cheap as possible for the for the yeah that cheapens everything yeah so I was wondering because you are not a 
the bar anymore that you were working up before. Yes. And so you are now working for a pretty prominent company in LA, but a different, doing a different aspect of bartending. Yeah, this is like sort of like a yeah more. Um. So, but doing that, do you? But I was thinking about you the other day when I was just like, you know, because I remember when you first started arts and you were coming from like a really high end craft cocktail bar. Yeah. Like, does it feel like you know, oh, like you're losing that muscle, or like, do you feel like you're not being able to be creative? But then I was thinking about that now, especially if you're not working in a bar at all, if you're feeling that, and then like, does this provide you that outlet? I, I always had, I was fortunate enough, like, like being there is like, it's, it was, it was nice, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, I was fortunate enough to have you come around, Peter come around, even you, Paul, coming around. Cause when you guys would come around, it's just like, let's, yeah. let's make something. Yeah. Let's make me something. Hey, make me a class. I was like, oh shit, I haven't made a classic content in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So let me do that. You know, so it was like I didn't I didn't get like that like that like oh I I like I wasn't creative. It's more when the pandemic hit. That's when the because then it was just like we have to stick to a certain thing and it's just like just knocking them out. It's like I can't mm-hmm. you know do this. I can't be like hey like oh, right. <laughs> you know <It's> like, <laughs> you can't uh, you know discuss what you want to make like what your program yeah, is like I, and then get behind the bar and make it it was like you were I was a runner I was a busser I was a server or even when I was bartending yeah. I, I, I was just pulling tickets I was, I was just like a robot like yeah. hey, this come out boom out you yeah. know it's like it's not that interaction it wasn't like or even when I made an old fashioned like that per, the per, when it went out like yeah. something they sat and the runner didn't even take it so it would melt so it was like mm. you know I mean so I, I I've talked to a lot of uh, Instagram famous prominent board members that because of what happened with COVID, you know, their usual venues for expression mm-hmm. were completely muted. And so they just got rid of their jobs. Yeah. Where they're not allowed to be creative. Yeah. yeah. You just got to push out whatever is on the menu. Which is sad. It's sad and it's so hard. And like, even for me, like, just being up like that, I'm like a people person. I just want to talk to people. That's what I do. And then it's just like, I had a job very briefly as a hostess. And when things like were kind of like just starting to open up, uh, but it was like you know, like you, only one person can talk to a customer at a time. It was just like, all right, like I get that, like we can't talk over each other, but also like I'm wearing a mask, like they can't see them smiling and I'm engaging with them. That I'm a person, like I have to say hello, <laughs> you know, like I have to be like, well, hi, how are you? You know, like I just like you can't just like live with, like, you know, it's just like one of the, like it's just like a weird. I don't know, like hospitality. I think obviously we'll get to where we were. It's it's coming like now that everything's opening up. Yeah, it's like one a lot of people who were in it, it like it weeded out a lot of people who don't want to who don't want to do who it. were just doing it for, for yeah. you know doing it for um, the money, doing it for the likes. It is. Yeah, and now it's like you're getting a lot of like new blood coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like sort of like which I'm all for. So it's like that new place that opened up down the street here. It's like. It's like just just give it time. It's like yeah. everybody's working is like they're going through the struggles. It's like yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I think like again, if there's like good things that came out of COVID, it's you know let's find the people that actually want to be doing this job. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people I think do this job and they think it's like fun and glamorous and like yay. I'm like this is hard and it's exhausting and your yeah. body can't handle it. <laughs> like it's hard. Like you know, so it's like okay, what do and so those people, like, you know, but, you know, also just their step to, like, being famous or being an actor or being whatever, especially in LA. 
And so I was like, no, you don't need to do that here. You don't need to be in LA anymore to audition. You don't need to be in LA anymore to make music. You don't need to be in LA anymore to like be Instagram famous. Move to Texas like everybody else. <laughs> and we'll figure it out, you Texas, know? Texas and California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, literally, I'm gonna, literally, I'm gonna, all the people I'm going to switch back real quick. That's a lot. It's crazy. After about 10 minutes, super quick enough coming up. I remember, right? I told you, like, because yeah. it's like you have to kind of like let it. So once once, once the ice hit, probably all the coconut oil that's been solidified in there. Interesting. It's super coconut oil. I'm so excited. Here, what? No, try because this is going to be different. Oh yeah, because I, I, I did the walnut. The coconut does come out more. Not weird. It makes such a pretty color too. It does, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the aftertaste in that's so right? coconutty. Yeah, yeah, try this one. It's like okay. the coconut's totally yeah. right now. Yeah, oh, I'm excited though. I'm excited with Juan. I think Juan is the winner though. Yeah. <gasps> I mean. Nah, come on. Go fuck your mother. With what? This, <laughs> with this drink right here. Give this man a straw. Okay, okay, a straw. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, the, Are uh, these straws? Yeah. A friend of mine um, is like one of the distributors. Oh, that's lovely. Right, I mean, that's that's the ticket. This is this is this is the money maker. I mean, like low ABV, old fashions. Yeah, seems like a good idea. Super good idea. No, no, you like you? Oh no, I'm, I'm on board with this guy. <laughs> this, this one tastes a little uh, like I made it. Like that one. It's a uh, it's the same thing as same. You, know? you just use coconut bitters instead of mango. Instead of mango bitters. Yeah. Coconut bitters. Oh no, I'm sorry, walnut bitters. Oh, walnut bitters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, Boy drinks world. Guys, so weird. How bitter is like two drops of a bitter can change your whole. I'll put four. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. It's just like, like just like such a little amount of something. Yeah. No, I like, I like, I like the walnut bitters. <laughs> but the, the coconut really does come out of that. That one's a prettier color. That's what we're gonna drink. I'm, I'm sort of thinking like. Pistis. This is super basic, like as in basic. Yeah. Oh, that's the strawberry habanero. Yeah. Is, that with, um, wait, you said you wanted you wanted a, you, you you have any problem with one that you wanted a yeah. Is it this one or oh, no? You tried to get the wasabi. Yeah, the, the, the wasabi is really hard to work with. Drink. I'm not gonna inhale. Try it. <laughs> you should totally inhale it. <laughs> you inhale it. No, I'm not going to. It's big lines. It'll wake you up for sure. Oh no, it, it woke me up super much. Like, super, super much? Super much. Super much. It's a really good one. So, did you guys know that wasabi, true wasabi, is not spicy? Really? Yeah. So, what you get to put things into restaurants is horseradish as like a large component of it. Because mm-hmm. wasabi is super expensive. Yeah. Real wasabi is like $160 per pound. Mm-hmm. This is because I'm very sensitive to spice. Because uh, white, again. Ooh. but uh, like a horse like burn, oh, like a super mustard. Oh god, I love it. <laughs> mustard. Oh, wait, 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 that went in a totally different direction. Could you start with? Because I'm white, I don't really like spice. No, but I love it. This is like every conversation I have with her. Thank you for feeling my pain. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, like there's a different like this. This is like a. Like that, it's like a horseradishy spice, right? Like that kind of spice I'm so into. Yeah. I'm so into, I love it. So please, I would love to tap into the brain power here 
so the company that makes this, they're called Kinjirushi. They're a really old company in Japan. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out different marketing in, in the US for their products. They make pure, truly pure products for both wasabi and yuzu. Mm-hmm. But they've been having trouble kind of, not oh, they haven't had trouble, but they're, they're just trying to access uh, a new segment. And so they gave me a bunch of free samples to figure out what to do with wasabi. And I know wasabi and, and nankai will go well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, a simple wasabi sour is I mean, good, uh, but there's something missing. Like right, off, right off the bat, like when, like just going with the ones you already have on, on your profile. Yeah. Like the drinks. This would this would be good uh rim salt for the for that uh, Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. Oh for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like that's that that's just with what you already have. Oh like a Michelada? you like a mich- well you have that that the, yeah. bl- the bloody Mary apple? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like just that as like a like a garnish with like tomatoes or like just yeah. as like a small rim, that it would make wonders for it for sure. Yeah. If like you use nakai and the drink I made you instead, and then like you like dipped a little bit of like the, the garnish in it. Oh, kimchi wasabi. That might be mm-hmm. interesting. Kimchi wasabi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of new. Yeah. Like even that that um that pickleback you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, the pickleback. Yeah. Like that pickleback version of it. Yeah. Just put a little bowl was like this wasabi salt on that kimchi. It's like mm-hmm. um, and just. By the way, which is one sad. Uh, byproduct of, of of COVID is you know because we don't have as many bar experiences during COVID. Yeah, picklebacks are gone because you don't do that at home. <laughs> I mean, I knew a lot of people that did. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome! <laughs> Bartenders have a pickleback. Nice. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean this, this is a solid product. I think it is a solid product. But it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it has <laughs> like it eases so nice and it's like nutty and woody. So I'm trying to figure out what can we do with that that highlights just the pure wasabi of it. Because wasabi is, is a complicated flavor, I yeah. think. So I was, I was reading this one article. Make a... Wasabi and maple is is one unexpected but nice combination. That is unexpected. Yeah. I do like it. Go, go crazy, go, go, go crazy, guys. Put some of that wasabi in your mouth. And then drink, drink that. I put in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, no, listen, it totally goes off of the wasabi and maple. So if you use this as like a pseudo maple old fashioned, which it kind of is because it's like sweet and Give me a little sultry. Little, have a pinch of it, mm-hmm. put it in your mouth, and then just drink some of the oh, Drink this one. That one, yeah. That yeah. one, that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So put this in my mouth. Hmm. Yeah. Like it, you would think that it was just gonna, but it, 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 Really complex, or just drink drink it off of with your coconut ones. That's addictive, actually. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm kind of like really into it. Because you're talking about like that that nutty, the, the, this one, this one. Oh, this one. Yeah. your old fashioned coconut. Mm-hmm. Oh, do try that. Yeah, that's what I was like thinking. I was just like, try that. all. Yeah, it goes well so so well together. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I have an idea. Oh. <laughs> And this is gonna be. By the way, is this like a really simple idea? You, should, you guys, should, you guys should take some of this. And keep it here. Wasabi popcorn. Yeah. Oh yes. Because I always put hot sauce on my popcorn. Wasabi popcorn. Right. See, and this is why we need the Normandies, like the big blocks. Right. <clears throat> oh, there's Normandy in the seven pack. Right, Esteban, I know you have ink on your arm. Because actually, uh, my wife and we need, we need someone a hand model. <laughs> to pour Nankai gold. Oh, dude. I, I think have, I've told I you. I have beautiful hands. 
She got I know, but we need ink. Oh, you we need ink. Are... There you go. Yeah, so, um... Oh! You might have to come over, dude. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I told you, like, this is a... When I got this, the link between the living and the dead, so that's why I got it this color, so it's supposed to be in blood, but they couldn't cut through there, so... I got dude! Okay, you might have to come over. And then that's the, the flowers from the Virgen de Guadalupe. The flower theme continues. I love yeah, it. I'm, I'm all about the flowers. Wait, that's one. Take a photo. Because <laughs> Maya is not a creative photography director, so... That's fun. Tell them what you're doing. Um, right now? Yeah. What are you making? What are you doing? Um, I'm just making that old-fashioned with the, with the walnut bitters. But I'm going to use that wasabi salt as well. See, look. That's what I want. I want it just to... Because oh, I can carve it. Oh, SCC. Fit in there. Mm -hmm. So we get the walnut. That coconut sugar and soda water. It is. Um, I love how um, my became like a very professional, old-fashioned maker. Like every time you it's like I taught her that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> always, oh, always, crazy. always labels out. Labels out always. Wow, it's weird how after the water melts, look from the ice, more like comes out. Yeah, it's sort of like when you, you're talking about how like it, it opens up. You know, like you just add a little water to open it up. It's like yeah, once that ice. That's when I'm, that's when more of the critic came out. It's weird. And I'm getting pretty buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a sandwich in here before you. No, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to Manuela or something. Yeah, that's like Manuela's and I like a super line, so I was like Americanos. Oh, uh, sorry. I had to pick up um, my daughter's dollhouse. Your daughter's dollhouse? So, my goddaughter is just turned 10. And so she's like, I'm going to give my dollhouse to Nico, my daughter. Because she's so like, because as, as, I'm 10 now, I don't need it anymore. No, I'm a big girl. Yeah. And we were supposed to pick up yesterday and I couldn't. So my daughter's been waiting. Where's the dollhouse? She's in West LA. Oh. Um, but if you guys are feeling the 27th, you guys should come by. Uh, dude, the, oh, dude, the week is not. tacos were ridiculous. Do you have me a taco? 27th. Tacos. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tacos okay. word. Uh, and Jack. So they, do you guys like seafood? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Somewhere? sometimes. <laughs> they had this one. Well, if you like like raw seafood. I do like raw seafood. Oh, shit. They had this one kampachi taco. I had no idea that tacos and Thai food could go well together. You're only still thinking about it? Yeah. That's the best type of food. The food you had once and you're just like, I dream of you. The other thing was um, Chef Ai, who, so she used, to, she used to work for Q Sushi, which is a Michelin star restaurant in LA. Mm -hmm. But they were kind of patriarchal assholes. Mm -hmm. She left. It's like they were they were a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is what you mean to say? <laughs> but she's got skills. Yeah. And uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do something together. I would love for you guys to meet her just because I think she'd be great for your podcast to talk about. For sure. Food cocktails. I would love to do a podcast like that. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially guys, that's why you've got chef training. Yes. Mm -hmm. And my like understanding of flavors come from my roommate who was a chef. My old roommate who was a chef. Like Michelin Rashid, like chef, like she's fucking amazing. Uh, so. <laughs> I, I think it'd be really cool. So yeah, like everything I know about like cocktails, it comes from my understanding. Like I think the reason that like this was easy for me is because I cook. You know, I think you have to have that. 
So when, when did you get into actually making cocktails? Because I remember when I met you at Arts District, uh, you were the friend. Mm-hmm. And then I remember someone was like, hey. But she was a regular when we met. Right, right. Yeah. But then, because uh, I was there when you said, hey, yeah, yeah. you should drink yeah. Nankai mm-hmm. instead of Tito's. I, first of all, never drank Tito's. Oh, you did? No, it was the teacher's. Uh, oh, not teacher's. Yeah. When we did the coffee song. It was, yeah. uh, sorry. It was the... The teacher, the lo- they're lovely ladies. Well, then I'm getting a certain mixed up. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know when I first met you. I'm sure I've seen you before, but I think I first met you when he and I went to the thing in oh, Long Beach. Long Beach, yeah. yeah. Long, yeah, and we were gonna go to the Pedro Club before Christmas. Long Beach is like a weird city. It is. <laughs> it's big. It's varied. Okay. Yeah, you just do that like, a, like how they did the sumac at the other one. The what? At the cha cha cha. How they had the sumac, the sumac on the ice. Yeah. By the way, have you guys ever had a uh, nice one? Uh, wants to be on steak tapas? Yes. No. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. And then just let it, let it, uh, once it gets it, it's like. I'll take a photo and then you'll be the mean on this one because I'm getting pretty raw. <laughs> um, but also, I think an easy way to go with wasabi is like basically making like a clean, like if you do that with a clean highball, but like added like a little bit, like if you added like a, a, a bit of like either celery juice or cucumber juice to the highball. No, then that just becomes a, a, like a bloody Mary. You might as well go that route. No, it's not. It's just like a three ingredient. Do it. I love, I love, I love you guys. I just, yeah, I'm like, debate shit. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm on. Okay, so the coconut wash. Yes. Good, yes? I like it, yeah. 100% yes. 100% yes. Next would be butter, and then after that, bacon. I would bacon. do bacon, bacon much before you do the butter. Yeah. Just yeah. because the butter's not going to give you that much flavor. It's going to give you a beautiful texture to your thing. But like flavor-wise, butter's not going to give you a lot. Bacon will give you a lot. Coconut will give you a lot. Different oils will give you more. Well, the reason for the butter, butter was I wanted to make something that was complimentary more than on its own. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do a brioche and butter-infused naka infusion. And then, sure. <laughs> make me a croissant drink. Yes. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. That was my thought process. And so, there. like, chocolate bitters. I have a chocolate... Yeah, chocolate bitters. Pan of oh, chocolate I have bitters too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. You make some pan of chocolate. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you see, this is why food is <laughs> like... Oh, it's like the smallest ass of saline just to bring out all the flavors together. Wait, yes. can we make a bread... Yeah, egg. Yes. Wait a second, hold on a second. Uh, something's coming together here in my oh, mind. Oh, you need to add an egg white. Like a brunch drink yes. that was all the breakfast food in one. Yes. You could probably cook Yeah, that. 100%. Let's, let's sit down and talk about it. We'll <laughs> <laughs> I'm super into it. Let's go. <laughs> you need to the drink? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, I think the lesson is. Uh, well, we're, we're trying, we're leaning into a savory route, which I think is also a uh, easy way to go. But like this uh, wasabi sauce on this coconut old fashioned. 
It's actually working, huh? Oh, it totally works. I would never think coconut food, but it actually works. I think it's that because when you do the coconut old fashioned, there's like a. Did you use the walnut bitters? Or, yeah. I use the walnut bitters. Yeah. And it's the nuttiness. That, it's the that, nuttiness. That, so it brings out that nutty flavor and then it just yeah. evens it out a little. Like, oh, God. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice. It's nice. That's dangerous. Yeah, I feel like you don't have to lean into spicy all the time, you know? No. And, and true, wasabi is not spicy, so it's like. Yeah. Like, yeah, just go on the on the flavors that it naturally yeah. is. Yeah. That, like, rich, the richness, like the richness of the walnut, the richness of the wasabi, the richness of the coconut, and then being lightened up with another guy. Yeah. Like the expressive orange that's like just, yeah, just brightens it. Um, I'm gonna pour this up and I'm gonna put it in soda. A, no, not soda, just like that, and then just the salt. Oh, I like that, dude. I like that. Yeah, do you see? So it's that's pretty much uh, I use your, your sugar, I use a little aloe, you know? yeah, aloe, just regular. Did you do a regular coconut wash? No, regular. Right. Well, that's if you do that one, that's coconut wash. No, no, because I was pointing, but okay. So aloe, aloe, it's an aloe corn. And not regular nankai? Regular nankai. Your mm -hmm. sugar, the one that you brought. Mm -hmm. Oh, and cucumber juice. And cucumber juice. I was saying, I was like, where did yeah. cucumber come from? No. Oh, thank God you told me that. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he omitted it. He omitted that. Okay, I was like, kind of teasing cucumber. I'm like, aloe and lime becomes cucumber. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would make a great spread, I'm just saying. I mean, you could ask for sweeteners. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I'll do one with just spritz and one. Are you going to Can I smell this sugar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can try some if you want to try see, it. Oh, I'm, I'm already rocked. It's yeah. like, <laughs> my God, I was gonna be like, Uncle Paul, why are you like so weird? Like, <laughs> you mind your business. Oh, this one. That's 100% too. Okay, I have lots of cucumber. Just cucumber and aloe, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Cucumber has a really strong smell. It's like, it's once you have it in there, it's hard to like. Cucumber is so overwhelming. It is, I think. It's, but it's, I fucking love it. It's so clean. It's really weird. Like, I can remember, like, the cocktail that got me curious about cocktails. Yeah, which is. Yeah. Was uh, the bar, like, the bar that I fell in love with that I will devote my life to forever and ever. And the people that work there. Um, which was uh, the Reverend. Uh, but it was, like, you know, that's where I made my friends. It's like, I fucking love that place so much. But, there was a drink called the Southside Redux. And so it was like just a play on Southside, but it was basically like, it's everything I love in a cocktail to this day. It was mint and cucumber and fucking gin and soda water. It was magical and it was perfect. It was like, yes, yes, please. A mint sprig will go a long way in this drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It, was a, it was just a coaster. It was a uh, suction. It's just a coaster. Oh yeah, they think it's stuck sometimes. But before we we leave today's journey, oh, this is delightful. The winner, right? Yeah, we need a we need a winner with a chicken dinner. I have been debating this for quite some time, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I know. Mm -hmm. No pressure. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a St. Germain glass. And straw, to be honest. Yeah. 
You know, a lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so much drinking. <laughs> you warned me. Yeah, no, it's one of those. It's, it's because it's, we get so comfortable. Like even yeah. um, oh, last. Great. Thank you. The, the last guest we had, like she was just like, I think I want to call out of work. <laughs> she was like trying to get a cover, and I was like, I got it. That's good. See. If you lean, if you, if you want to lean into it, no, it's fine. If you want to go in opposite direction, I, I feel like they're I, both beautiful, beautiful trees. Compromise with near soda, and I think it works good. Yeah. It works great, and it's like it makes sense. Sort of like like when you have soda water in Mexico, sometimes they put salt in it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that makes. So what's in this? It's, 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 uh, the... it's so it's nankai, uh, two ounces, uh, three fourths of uh, Chiro, the aloe liqueur. Uh, Three, three, three fourths of uh, the sugar, the, the one you brought. The black sugar? Yeah. Okay. And two ounces of uh, cucumber. So two and two. Cucumber juice. Juice. Okay. Just straight cucumber juice. And then you put and the wasabi salt on top. Wasabi salt and just a mint spray on top. It's mm-hmm. good. Top it off with soda yeah. water. And yeah, you're just going like super fresh and refreshing, which I'm not angry with. Even, even, even if you put the salt in, I think it will. Yeah. Yeah, right? No, like even if you shaked it, shook, shaked it, shook even it. if you shook it with the salt, I think I'm pretty really sure we'll give it a different flavor now. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is what I what I did when the video game. Now it becomes like a spicy sort of yeah. cucumber. Yeah, because it, it just hits on the back. Yep. Which is oh yeah, perfect. I, I love a drink that hits front and then leaves a different back note. There you go. All for you, Paul. Thank you, man. I that's dangerous. I think. Yeah, no, so refreshing, so delicious. That's like that's why we became friends because all my drinks were dangerous. I'm like, oh, it doesn't like the like yeah. doesn't seem like it's gonna like, boom. I say no, because most of my like sweeteners are not sweeteners. It's like yeah. I, my sweeteners are liqueur. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know? which is the way to go. Like if you can sub a liquor forty three for simple, then do it. Sub a liquor forty three for a simple. Oh, that's good. It's interesting too because the the so they use roasted rice powder in the wasabi salt, mm-hmm. and you can totally see it like you can actually taste it coming coming out because mm-hmm. it adds that uh, roasted flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Japanese it's called kobashi, but it's like um, in Japanese it sounds like you're saying smoked, but it's not necessarily smoked. It means like the umami that comes out from being smoked, yeah, or like roasted, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like like roasted coffee beans or roasted. Rice powder or roasted, yeah. yeah. I get you. But that's um, so like this one was the one I was like, you added like cucumber, or, like like yeah, the it up. Then like you would like lean into the flavor of the wasabi, and then like the old fashioned, like the coconut, like nuttiness of the walnut, old fashioned, like that's the flavor that'll like complement it. If that makes sense. So this one brings it out. This one complements. So we give you two wasabi drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send you home with um with stuff that you can make it at home. Yeah, yeah I might try it. And I already this is, this one was the coconut oil, uh, coconut coconut wash coconut with coconut wash sugar, mm-hmm. sugar. Yeah, yeah, the darker one. The the other one was the one we ended up putting the wasabi on just to kind of like play around with it. Was this one? Mm. Was that was the walnut bitters? The walnut that bitters. Was the walnut bitters. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mission accomplished, guys. In the, in the last two hours that we've been talking, uh, <laughs> marked difference in my speaking patterns so as I get <laughs> as I get more and more comfortable. That doesn't get you out of picking a winner. Yes. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> so, I thought about this uh, throughout the entire two hours. Sure. And the... Good night, everybody. <laughs> Winner does go to Esteban. Oh! Yeah. No, no. Uh, so, the... the I think I might buy it in the sense that the ginger really did did fit well. Uh, what I loved about your explicity was that the kimchi umami uh-huh. and the saltiness from that is delicious. So I think if I ate it with a meal, mm. yeah, that's what I was telling you. Like my my drink is more of like no, like they're polar opposite drinks. Yeah. Mine's a, either a brunch drink or like a. No, I think if you want like a really dirty martini drink, that's your sub. No, I think if, 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 I think if we paired it. But with fried rice, some ceviche. Oh, some, yeah. Not agree with that. Uh, it would have been like a powerhouse, but by itself, mm-hmm. uh, S1's drink was a good, refreshing summer drink. Can you please make your drink? I'll make it later. Can, can you come down and serve? I'm done. But honestly, it, it took me two hours to to decide which I liked. I mean, I in the moment by itself. I appreciate that. I mean, I get that. My drink is a very savory. Yeah, it's a food. Pa- it's a food pairing yeah. drink. I get that. So I think in different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that's sure. A, and that's been like the whole thing with us in different circumstances. Every guest, different circumstances. That's that's the beauty of cocktails, I think, because yeah. there's a different cocktail, or there's there's a different way of drinking something catered to the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something I didn't really understand when I started this either. No. You know, like, uh, I always thought drinking Knock on the Rocks in every instance should have been right. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the case. Co- there, there are different cocktails with Knock that bring out better flavors than by itself. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I didn't appreciate that. And I was stubborn about it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I would love to revisit this again. Oh yes. no, we would love to have you again over oh. over over a plate of ceviche Ooh. or a pokey. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that would actually go really nice. <laughs> I was like, that would change the game, and then you just change the recipe yeah. as well, because otherwise, I think you would lose <laughs> based on the food pairing. No, yeah. this food pairing. I appreciate it's, that. It's, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, we'll definitely we'll probably do like stew definitely a sake uh, round at some point. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to. Later on yeah, that, and then we'll have you back again if you don't mind doing another guest. I, or you and your lovely wife. This is this is awesome. I uh, I'm always looking for for good excuses to drink to my heart's content. Actually, my favorite part, and that's one of those, is, is I love getting together and just brainstorming. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. It's it's um. Sam. Yeah. It's that's that's what we base yeah. all of this upon. Or just like. When those brainstorm competitions. Yeah. And I was just like, well, let's just like do this. And, and some, of those, some of those won't get this because we were uh, off the record for some of this, but <laughs> you guys are actually really great at, at fighting each other towards a common goal of greatness. Oh, thank uh, you. you. <laughs> see? Do you see guys? Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. You guys are really great at saying, hey, Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's good. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's good. Blah, blah, blah. You're wrong. Oh, wait, but this is good. Yeah. <laughs> what he's saying is there's beauty in the pain. Yes. <laughs> beauty in pain. The pain keeps the rhythm. <laughs> keeps the rhythm. Wait, is that a rap song? I thought it was a rap song. No, it's, it's, a, a, it's a goth song. Yeah, it's, it's a goth song. It's a uh, girl talking about. Like, it's very good, like, very dark. I but, can't afford it. All right, it's a Yeah, but pretty much it's a. Uh, 
It's a God song. It's very dark and it's just it's, it's about sex. Mm-hmm. So her main lyrics is the pain keeps the rhythm. Pain keeps makes the rhythm. rhythm makes the rhythm. rhythm. Keeps the rhythm. Well, I thought really dark, really sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was saying. Like, when she said it's like, oh, the whole process is like, it breaks yeah, that's not what I meant. No, I know. But it's, <laughs> no, I'm just like, we're like, we got it. <laughs> the pain's worth it. So yeah, I'm the pain, like, uh, I get the yes. rhythm of making the cocktail. And it's yeah. Like, that, I mean, that concept that she uses, but the concept that we're using. Yeah, so your, your listeners can't see this, but throughout this 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 talk, <laughs> there are true. literally about thirty bottles on the table here. Yeah, no, our our but like our table, like just to give you a little visual mise en place. I mean, just started like with Superman. Oh, I'll post a photo, like an after photo, but I didn't get it before. Uh, it started super minimal. Like we had a club soda on the table. We had uh, like a, a syrup. Uh, like things that I had things that you needed for history like literally there were like four things on the table and now like we can't move <laughs> like, the like, table is where, where can we put this I don't even have a workstation anymore it's covered this is yeah this is <laughs> this is a work in progress uh, of, of everything that happens when you get three people together and just start brainstorming cocktails well, yeah. by the way just my favorite thing to do. by the way I feel like the Dolan's with the coconut and one other almond could make a cold martini too. I could make a cold martini. See that? Sorry guys. We're, no, it's all right. Once no, again, once again, we're on a tangent, but that's, not, that's oh, me. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we do guys. Sorry. There is no end. There's never, there's never an end. Uh, but we can't end the recording. So you guys don't have to listen to us anymore. Uh, or you can keep listening. We, we, I mean, like, we use it too. Cut or edit. All right, you know, I'll do this guy. Um, all right, I'm gonna. I was thinking Uzu bitters. Yeah. Let's let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <sighs> I thought that's why you you did this to think too. You you've been making the whole time. Uh yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed. He likes the making more than the drinking. I didn't do enjoy the making more than yeah. It's true. This is what I like. It's like it's I'm I'm, I'm very um. I don't know. I get more satisfaction seeing people enjoy. I'm the same way though. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like how do I put this? It's like even for my like my birthday and stuff. It's like I don't as long as like we could do this and I'll be fine. Like you don't need to get me anything. And then like it's just I like keep it simple, 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 always simple. Ah, uh, it's much fun, you guys. Yeah, we try to we try to keep it very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like this is what it all should be. It should be the people that enjoy cocktails, people that want to enjoy cocktails, people that want to learn, but like, it's not necessarily like a, you know, Sesame Street education on something. So we were, we, like, ideally we were like, well, we could go on the route of like, let's let's talk about rum, let's talk about, and let's get really nerdy on it, but there's so many of those. It's like, yeah. what, what was like, something that piques their interest in, like, they're Listen to this person or listen to this. Like, yeah, you know, have fun. Like Bartender and Mark is a very good podcast to listen to for like if you want to go on the business end and really learn about certain things. It's like, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm just, so. So, what are you going to do, Gibbs? What did I do? The user of coconut. You get rid of the use though, it's very Oh yeah, no, no. She's a she's a spicy bitch. What are you what are you drinking? Total body pee. 
energy drink. I'm trying, trying, to, trying to stay alert. It's grown up Basic. So my, my set is weird. Uh, generally, I'm trying to stay alert right now so that, because my, uh, Nico, mm-hmm. she started Japanese school during, during the weekday. Okay. But the six hours that she's gone is still not enough for me to get everything done. So on weekends, I'm up until like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. But they wake up around 7 a.m. No. <laughs> so I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to get shit done. Trying to get, get it done. Yeah. So I'm doing the MRT riff and I was going to use the Dolan driver move, but if I use that sweet red vermouth, will it be too much sweet with the coconut? That's way, that, that by itself, the startup is way, way too sweet. Way, way too sweet. Then I'll just go dry. Like even when I, when I have it just like on the rocks, it's like I like chicken and it's like it's, it's sort of like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a very... I have, I have a drink. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> not that I want to. Not that I want to. Uh, you, said, you said words. I mean, oh, damn it. <laughs> but that vermouth is... It's very good. It's, it's beautiful. And I, like, this is my whole thing. Like, my biggest obstacle is I don't love vermouth. So I'm trying to, like, learn my way around it. Just because... For me, vermouth is a pain in the ass because once you open it, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And, and fridge space is so limited already. Oh, yeah. My whole freezer is taking over my ice. My fridge is taking over my juice. Good ice, though. Yeah. Really good ice. Like, where were you? We for that good ice. So, like, you might as well use it. If you, um. What is this? You guys should um, start freezing edible flowers into your eyes too. Uh, we, we do. Oh, you do? Yeah. We do it like for special orders if you want it. Because for, for photography, it's, it's the best. Yeah, we do. There, there was a guy a while ago who wanted um, olives in his ice cube, which I don't, I don't understand. Wait, but olives? Yeah, yeah, just needs some of our Okay. I think weird. he just wanted them. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to give. No offense, that's weird. So, you don't have to get off this. I'll drink the rest. That will give me some time. There's a lot of money. It's really, yeah. It's very sweet. Okay, that's good. Okay, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's like this. Oh, wait, which one is that? Oh, I'll show you. Um, oh. I mean, it's, it's pretty bomb. I'm probably going to lie. It's pretty bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> What's in this one? That it's is... Coconut. I, I, I coconut. The coconut, nankai, like three dashes of the uzu bitters, and then like maybe a quarter of that. That is, yeah. That's good. It's hot. It's fucking hot. Write it down before you forget. Yeah, seriously. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much drinking. That's why, like, originally when we started this, we, we were recording one, two, three, four. Like, we just were like, I'm just gonna. Yeah, we tried, we tried to like plow through the whole night. And then it's like, if you listen to like a first sub, like, we got so, like, so wasted, like, so wasted. So we're like, no, we're just gonna do one, two. <laughs> and then, like, RD, like, our RD day is like, it's, uh, that's when we get pretty, pretty slammered. Yeah. We so. should do, um, I'd love to. You met Robert, right? No, I don't think I have. Oh, you haven't? Your partner? Yeah, yeah. I think then, yes. Okay, so <laughs> there was one night after an event, uh, I'm trying to think, was, it, was it in Vegas or something? 
but we had a crazy long day. Like it was like a 17 or 18 hour day. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, because it was too far for him to drive back, because he lives in like south, 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 Orange County, like close to San Diego. He just stayed over. And so we're like, you know, we've never done a, um, an egg white cocktail. This is before we knew how to do it. Yeah. And we thought the way you made that foam was by using a, a, a blender or something. Oh, uh, those, yeah. Those little ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it became like this thick, thick, thick egg white wall. <laughs> right? Yeah. And we're super drunk. Super drunk. Sure? And we have like, we have a video of it somewhere. But it was such a thick wall that when you try to drink it, the whole egg white wall would just fall on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then after that, you're like, you're helpless. And so then the alcohol would just pour all over your face. There's <laughs> <laughs> little straw and nerves that I love. It's, right? It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're like, um, guys, I think we're doing the, the egg white wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, how, how do they, how do they do the, uh, what's that one with the, uh, uh, uh what's it? Where you shake it and it becomes that thick, like any type of yeah. like it's any fizz. Like, it's the brown string fizz. It's the classic. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, it's the one where you do like little. Well, how, how do we do that? And so we thought we didn't know it was shaking. We thought it was like a blender. Mm-hmm. And so we go like a super thick cracker wall. <laughs> <laughs> we did like four or five takes, and every single time was just like fall over and we just like dirty. <laughs> Are you like the good? No. Uh, the reverse shake, but once I learned mm. the reverse shake, that that changed my. Let's tell tell the viewers about oh, yeah. what a yeah, reverse yeah, shake is. Yeah, uh, I think we we mentioned it before. I think one. we have. Uh, so a regular shake, if you're shaking with egg white, would be all sour. ingredients. Hold the ice, shake, shake, shake. You shake. do a dry shake first, and then you add the ice, and then you do a shake, 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 and then you strain. And, and then, then you um, the reverse shake would be the reverse shake. Is I learned it from uh, the. A bar in um, uh, Vegas. Uh, Jammy Land in Las Vegas, which is phenomenal. Great off bar. strip. Yeah. Everybody go off strip. Uh, off strip uh, in the Arts District, I believe. Arts District, yeah. yeah. No, but the, you, so you, instead of doing, uh, you would, oh, jeez, I'm messing up. You would put all the ingredients in, you would like shake it like a normal cocktail. So that includes the ice. Mm-hmm. And then you strain it then. And then you shake it again. And then you, then, cause, because you already strained it and he was telling me, you could, like, when you do, like, you're pretty much holding the foam. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you do the reverse shake, it's like, you, you, all you have to do is dump it. Yeah. So when you dump it, it's like the foam is coming in and it comes in like thick. Mm-hmm. So it's like. But your, your head's bigger on the no. reverse shake. For it sure. is, yeah. Yeah. So, for less work. Yeah. For less work. Yeah. I don't know why that hasn't become the common thing. And I know, like, there's so many, like, Different bartender hacks for Ramos Jim Fizz. Like, oh, take the spring off of your strainer and oh, yeah. the thing and then shake, 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 and it becomes its own like blender whisk inside the thing. And I'm like, like it doesn't like nothing gets out of the idea of like you're still just gonna shake it for a while. Yeah. A reverse shake for Ramos, I think, does cut it'll probably be like a maybe one or two minutes again, off of the I'm, shaking. I'm, I am not a fan of a Ramos fizz. I personally don't love a Ramos fizz. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. But any other kind of fizz I can fuck with, I do love it. I mean, if you order it at the bar, you're kind of an asshole, right? Yeah. If you, if you, if <laughs> if you, you, order, if you know what it is. If you, if you order it, and here's the thing. Like, if you order I, it and I, you know what it is. If you know what it is and you order it, you're kind of an asshole. On a Saturday night at a busy bar. Yes, yes you're, you're an asshole. asshole. But yeah, if, you, if you order it like on a Monday, like on a slow day, slow like, night. Then, then I'm like, I'll be but, more than happy. But, but either way, 
you're asking knowing how much shaking is involved. You're, yeah. you're yes. It's like that's what I'm saying. It's like if you order it on, on a day where it's like I'm not slammed, I'm more than happy. Yeah. It's like yeah, you want it? I'll give it to you. But, but I if, will, you, if you order it, I'll still, if you order it I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this for me. Still. I'll say this for me. Like I'm the kind of asshole I am. Like because I'll judge every like high end cocktail bar I go to by how they make their old fashioned. Right. And so, but it's like, if I knew I was only going to visit new bars on a Tuesday night, I'd be like, Ramos should this. How do you really? do Ramos? Well, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just, just test them out. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you told you, like, um, what we used to do um, when somebody would leave a bar. Yeah. Like, yeah. when somebody would leave a bar, they're like, oh, it's your last thing? And like, oh, cool. Like, let's all get together. <laughs> and just order Ramos foods. Oh, no. And knowing that that person is going to be on the well. It's to call it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is just like, oh, you're leaving up. Like, okay, it's almost physics. Like, all yeah. around. And then we we make, we would make them a special. Yeah. <laughs> so people That's like, fucked up. So like, oh, that's, that's fucked up. That's, that's fucked up. up. Like a beautiful drink. It's like, so it's like, they, they would clap the whole night. Because it's your last <laughs> night. Ramos food like that's that's all you all you did. Oh man! It was like all right, now you can leave. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun. Bye. Because that's a dick move. But like, I feel like it's the same. Like I'll I'll judge like a a Mexican restaurant or whatever. Like I'll judge a Mexican restaurant how they make their rice and beans. Like I just cross the board. A new Chinese spot, whatever. How they make their fried rice. Like all my jet. Like those are my like standard things. Everywhere I go, I have standard things. So like if you, but if you're high in cocktail bar and it's a slow fucking Tuesday, and I want to order a real. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you can do it on a on a on a on a Friday night when it's no, packed. That's, that's, if you're you're, yeah, you're just a, you're just a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. But on a quiet night, yeah, yeah. more more than uh, more than sure. Night, yeah. Than, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'll, like I remember when I was working at here now uh, during Christmas, and there was a guy. And he like he lived. He must have lived upstairs. And he had like a list, like a friend who was a bartender, like in Chicago, sent him a list of drinks that he needs to try in his life. He was like, "Okay, I want this drink." And so I was like, "All right, we're just like get the drink." But it's also like Christmas, where it's like there's an hour and a half wait out the door. Like, bro, what do you want? Like, I don't have time for this shit. But I'm, you know. Me, so like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, what do you need? Uh, let's work it out. And then he's like, Oh, my friend told me I really need to get a, a, a Ramos band. Oh my god, and I was like, Not today. I'm not gonna tell you no, but I'm gonna tell you it's a dick move. Honestly, like, I literally honestly, told him, I was like, That's a dick move, bro. If you can't read social cues in that yeah. situation, yeah. let me pay attention to the world around you, look you know at the world I mean? at large. And I was like, you know, and thankfully if there was like slight, it was like a lull. It was like one of those like, oh, it's like 10,000 10, coupons when there's a line of 50 right. behind you. Oh, God. Don't you look at it? It like went through. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That looks nice. Put it upside down. <laughs> like, that was uh, like the thing the, at the Cha 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 with the sumac did the same thing to yeah. the top of the ice. And then your sister was like, that's not penny pound ice. And I was like, no, it is. It's just the, the sumac's like digging like craters into it because yeah. it's like salts. The salts just like going deep. Burning through. Yeah, I think that's uh, an idea. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if you want to make ice colder, salt, right? Salt. Yeah. It's like make ice cream. Yeah. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I learned to that. I learned to that. <laughs> you should probably so- sober up soon. So I will leave this for you guys. Sober up. Soon. That's crazy. Well, yeah, that is crazy. 
<laughs> I don't know why I said that. I just, I just shouted that for no reason. No, no, but it is. This is the evolution of the podcast, you guys. Over the last two and a half hours, <laughs> yeah, uh, that happens. Uh, I went from um, from being uh, protective of the brand to just shouting shit. So I mean, that's that's our that's our model: making drinks, talking Dude, shit. Mission on, accomplished. On an, on an <laughs> mission overall accomplished. arch. Overall arch. Uh, I spilled a night out tonight, two to two, which is bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I accept it. Uh, coming in the coming weeks, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna have Mike, Mike Junior from the TET in the house. Yeah, we're gonna oh. do a gin week. We'll probably do another rum week. Yeah, because we we ended up realizing doing this like when we started doing uh, rums, because mm-hmm. like how are we gonna so, like we have to go light rums. It's like, but we can't leave dark rums, and that was like a whole different thing. It's like, yeah. so then it's the same thing with gins. It's like, oh, we're gonna do gins. But then there's London dry gins and then there's, there's American gins. dry. There's like, nice. yeah, so it's like a whole. Yeah. Now, if you guys do have a low ABV cocktail night challenge, sure. I would like to come in as a competitor. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. 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 Okay. That would be coming. Uh, yeah. What other alcohols would we use for a low ABV night? Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, we got the Chateau Aloe there. That's twenty five percent. We've got the Lillets of the World. Mm. I mean, eventually, I want to do the Amaro's of the World. Sure. All right, one, so one we're day. doing like our, our liqueurs, spritzes, mankais. Yeah. All right. One, we'll one, do it. one day, I actually want to do the. You know how the that liqueur that's non-alcoholic, that's like kind of oh, uh, oh, see that. Yeah. Sort of like kind of find similar things to that, and then yeah. just do a night of. Yeah, and the rock for that guy is lovely. Yeah. Let's get it going. I think that would be pretty yeah. good. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. Good day. Good night. All right. So, uh, upcoming weeks, we have a lot in store. We hope you guys have enjoyed us on our journey thus far. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Like, thank you. Yes, Paul. Thank you so much. If you can find it, like, uh, do you want to, like, give a plug to your website? Yeah. Uh, Damn, our website's so hard to spell. <laughs> Nankaishochu.com. It's N-A-N-K-A-I-S-H-O-C-H-U.com. We will also put it on our Insta page. Thank God. They're .com, so Yeah. And you can find... All your products are. Right? And they can find yeah. everything, and you can find out if you can buy it in your town, your neighborhood, your city, wherever. Yeah, if you're not in California or Hawaii or Nevada, there are plenty of uh, folks that will ship it over to you guys. So nice, beautiful, yeah. and it is really uh, beautiful. Like I can't speak highly enough of this product. I'm pretty sure I can't either. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful product, super low calorie content, no hangover the next day. Really beautiful, like. Like the ABV is like perfect for just like having a nice drink. If you are a fan of White Claws and all of those I other, like, your cocktail. like just like make it yourself at home. You know where it's coming from. You know what's in it, and I think it's even more pure and it's beautiful, and you'll be even better off the next day. That's all I'm saying. Just as a sales standpoint, I love <laughs> it. I recommend it. And just a, Try it a disclaimer out. for everybody. No, we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored by anybody. This is unsponsored content. <laughs> this is us really bringing people. Just like yeah, just stuff. being like fans of a product and like very happy that he was willing to give us his time today. So yeah. there's another thing too. It, it's very hard just to get like the owner, like you know, yeah. people who 
work behind it. Just mm. enjoy the coffee. I love drinking with you guys. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just here to hang out. And if you guys are willing to give our stuff a try, we'd really always. appreciate it. Always. That's why we always we have it on the, on the fancy rack. <laughs> the fancy rack. Thank no, you. No, no, no. You're, you're in the fancy rack. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Uh, any last words before we sing it off? Guys, thank you so much for, for joining us tonight and for giving a Japanese craft spirit from 500 years ago a try. Yes. Really appreciate it. And also, man, you guys make really good cocktails. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Support thank small you. businesses. Go get some damn guy. Stop Asian hate. And let's sing it out. Okay, yeah. I'm going to sing it out. You sing no, it. Oh, okay. I'm going to sing it out. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, do, 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 do. You know, it's one thing that's like, you forgot too. We don't. You forgot how this. Oh, how does this figure make you feel about Harry Styles? <laughs> uh, listen, this is a uh, super last minute. I'm just going to throw this out there. I read the story about Harry Styles and we made. It was so cute. And it was, this This is how it makes me feel because it's just, it's just the sweetest. And I just feel like really happy and like good right now. And so basically there was this girl and she was uh, in like a, you know, let's call it the lounge of an airport uh, waiting to take off. And Harry Styles was also there and she was just like freaking out. She was flying alone. She was like freaking the fuck out. She's like, oh my God, it's Harry Styles. Oh my God, it's Harry Styles. I'm freaking the fuck out. But I can't say anything. I don't want to be an asshole. And so she didn't, she wasn't being an asshole. But Harry Styles could like, you know, not dick. He's like, I can read energy. I can see this girl freaking the fuck out. And so he just came and sat next to her and was like, how are you doing? Where are you going? What's exciting about your life? And just like sat and shot the shit with her for like 15 minutes because that's the kind of champion Harry Styles is. And that's what this is. And that's how it makes me feel. <laughs> that's like, awesome. Just like, yeah, just be a fucking champion. Read the world around you. Be a decent that's human a good, being. That's a good send off. Read the yeah. world around what we were talking about. Be a decent yeah. human being. Be a yeah. decent goddamn human being. <laughs> be Harry Styles in an airport. What would Harry Styles do? <laughs> what would Harry Styles do? Ask yourself that question. Oh my god, on that note. <laughs> Stop the McDonald's, we don't know. <laughs>